0: Hey, why don't you rub your cock up against the phone? Let me see what kind of noise it makes. i not going to do that. Just do it. It's a big deal. Are you gay? Which Howard are you talking
1: to? The one who asked that question.
0: Oh, no. I'm just trying to be entertaining. That's mm-hmm. all. I'm not gay. <laughs> Am I gay? Of course not. I have a wife.
2: <laughs> a lot of gay men have one. Yeah,
0: but come on. You know me. <laughs> you know I'm not gay. I'm just asking the guy how big his cock is. Well, you're asking him to rub it up against the phone.
3: And all you do is mooch up people. You do nothing. That's, You're a big homo.
0: That's not entirely true.
3: What do you do? <laughs> I'm bisexual and I don't boot off everybody.
0: People are going to be shocked that you put out an exercise and diet book because they don't think of you that way, right? right they think right. about you. That, well, but, not... but, but here you are today with It's is the book out now? Yep. Formula 50. Is there a bunch of pictures of you with your shirt off so we no, can no, see no, your no. muscularity? Well, no, I didn't what, take myself off. We've got to have an example. I want to well, see well, your well, muscular. This is not about <laughs> Uh, this is not the Chippendale show, Robert. Are you Plus, very... Rich. In fact, if you took off <laughs> your clothes now, you were totally nude. Would I see a man who is in the prime condition of the You have to have look? him totally nude now? Yeah. I'm say, yeah. Wait, look, when Would I'm you sick, mind being totally nude must right now? You. Yeah, I'm not taking my clothes off. <laughs> please. I was trying to give me a stripper here. Yeah, please, if you I'm have... I'm not taking my clothes off. Take off your shirt. And you let me you. see I'm what's doing. I'm not taking my shirt off. I want to see if you got titties on Last
1: time I watched the show, I saw
0: you had the porn stars up there. Yeah, and, and y'all, I had the girls in here stripping and stuff like that. I'm like, me? You want to bring me here? Meet me? Yeah. me and porn I, want I want you started. nude right now. <laughs> you got to be kidding me! Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. man. I'm doing way too good for this kind of shit, out. Look at you, Look at your ass! You're so muscular. Yeah. Do you have muscles? you have muscles in your ass that you'd like to show? I'm not doing this in they a gay community. way. I just want to, you know, <laughs> I just want to see if you're hey, fat or not. It's I just like want it. to see. It's not gay. Um, no, I'm man. your balls. The tip of your penis was over nine inches. No, right at the nine inches. Yeah, is that that's you making me feel good, man? That's Make nothing. Nine, Cause when you watches porno, those dudes is like a foot. Nine is perfect. Oh, all right Well, uh, maybe that's well, what that's the secret. Oh, that's, yeah. Wait, hold on, Robin. You <laughs> is, is nine perfect, Robin? Perfect. What does Howard mean I don't by that?
1: You know exactly
0: <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> My daughter's uh, fifteen. All her friends are like consumed with who's gay and it was like, yeah. That's like a big that's thing. The new thing. Yeah, right. They think I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's Thanks. gay.
2: Welcome everybody and good, Glad to have you here. I'm Fillmore, your host, AKA Jim Fix. With me today, of course, is my co-host with the most, Sam. Hello. And we have a special treat for everybody. The the lady of the hour, the one that makes all the mockery threads happen, our uh, our, what's the uh, uh, in military terms, our aide de camp, uh, the uh, in uh, inimitable Raven is on us. So, everybody, a big applause, big round of applause for Raven. Hi, Raven, our how lord,
3: are you? our lord and morning savior.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how are you doing?
3: Hey, guys, I'm good. Thanks. Glad to uh, be here with you.
2: And just to give people an idea, like the, the, the mockery thread really is just a, it's exactly what it sounds like a listening hate thread of the show, hate listening thread that um, it's more fun than you can imagine if you have the time. And if you're, you know, on the right coast to catch it live and you're up, I mean, if you're West coast, you're, you're going to listen to the replay, but, and you can't take part because we're always doing things, uh, you know, as they happen. And um what, I have to ask you, is it painful to listen to the show and do the mockery thread? Or does the mockery thread help you get through the show?
3: Okay, so starting it off is usually, it starts high energy and then it just drains out slowly towards the end. But it's more fun to be there with other folks that are listening and mocking. If I'm just listening alone, I'm I'm a tortured soul. I really (laughs) am. I really, I have I, no outlet. I, I, I need love to you vet. and
4: Josie Wales. She's fantastic. The two of you together. I mean,
3: who she cares about
4: Amy Poehler? And <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you
3: guys are phenomenal.
2: Now, a few people she are her.
3: so much fun. Uh, Thank you, and people. I know she'll appreciate that.
2: A few people are starting to drop in uh like Kayla just decided she wants to be be in and uh uh and John and there's a few other people that are coming in um now and then. I think more people will get into it uh, as we continue to do it because keep in mind, everybody, we're only two months into quite frankly, so this is baby steps, and uh, I try to I try to get involved as much as I can, even though I'm not listening. I'm just riffing off um Raven and Josie's uh, comments but however I must say uh, this because of COVID-19 this week was a little rough on it's rough for everybody so we want to try to put as much content as we can that is still half decent for you folks and hope you guys are all doing good wherever you are and uh, don't don't fly off the handle patience is key Um, this thing isn't going to go away for a while but the longer you keep to the self-isolate self-isolation not quarantining self-isolation and do What all the countries that are handling this around the world properly are doing, you're going to see the curve flatten, but it's not going to be overnight. So just keep, take heart and uh, bear with us. So, uh, first off, please, March 23rd. And um, I'm going to play, I'm going to start to play it. And this was their first attempt at Zoom, right?
3: It was, correct. Tin Can Radio.
4: I was shocked that they were using Zoom because my daughter's teacher emailed me and said, we're going to get together kind of a virtual classroom. Mm -hmm. So we're going to use Zoom. Mm -hmm. And I, it baffled me. I was like, we're going to be using the same thing that they're using. But this is how terrible Zoom is for something that they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. It's just not, it's not a great app for this.
2: Um, it's not, and I think, um, hold on, second, I'm trying to make this bigger, but I can't. Um, the, um, the problem, I've my, my wife uses Zoom. She's teaching her students through Zoom in live, like in real time. The problem is number one, it's very, I think it might be overloaded, first of all. Uh, second of all, it's not very user friendly. They're updating it, they have security problems, and there's a, lot, there's a considerably more lag than I'm used to with Skype which is what we're using to record this with, actually. And Skype has been around for, God, I don't know, at least 10 years, and they're constantly working out bugs. So I don't know why they wouldn't go with it, because you can record up to 50 people in Skype for free, and it sounds way better than Zoom, which charges a license for unlimited time recording and stuff like that. Zoom really is, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go for it. So. Well, I'm
4: assuming since, like, Jim and Sam... They're on Sirius, too. They're doing fine. Their show sounds completely fine. And they're doing the same thing he is. I don't understand why somebody who gets paid the most in the company (laughs) can't use something that doesn't sound like what we're just about
3: to hear. Mm -hmm. It could be possible that uh, Howard's Internet is the problem. I think. As we get into later shows and weeks in review, you'll mm-hmm. find out that he has major issues with his internet. So
2: I have a question. Why? Maybe Raven, maybe because you're a more faithful listener than I am. I mean, I listen after retroactively to get the clips and stuff, but, um, why is he, how is he in long Island and why is he in long Island? I never knew he had a place out there now. I mean, yeah, when, I, when he was with Allison, sure. But is he, do you think he's renting there?
3: Oh, no, this is his Hamptons' mansion with the seven oh. fireplaces. Oh, he's I didn't know
2: that. He's I, too I didn't scared know to be in
3: the city. Yeah, he's out, he's out in his mansion on the beach.
2: The Hamptons is Long Island?
3: I'm not from New York, so that's not my territory.
2: <laughs> Sam, you're, you're, you're closer. <laughs> I, I thought the Hamptons was somewhere further south. I have no idea.
4: Well, the Hamptons is somewhere where you go for New York City, People who have money and okay, I guess that's where their vacation houses are, or you live there permanently and you have two residences. So oh. people go there on the weekends type of thing. I
2: well, uh, give me an F for geography then because I have <laughs> I, I thought the Hamptons was um, yeah, well, I know that Long Island was the the sort of more underdeveloped part of New York, as it were. And would be a place where huge spreads would be constructed and stuff. I get that. They would have the space for it. But the, the way they used to talk down Long Island as being having nothing there, I never would have thought that's where all these things are, all these, um, all these moguls are.
3: It yeah. is on eastern Long Island, South Fork. So okay. it's Wiggy's way of covering up. Instead of saying Hampton, he can say Long Island. He Perfect. doesn't sound as elitist uh, okay. coming off that way.
2: All right, that makes more that makes more sense. Uh, all right, let's start with the first one. Tin Can Radio from W-A-A-R-P.
0: I'm just really fucking annoyed, and it's like everyone else, but... So I'm on my computer on a thing called Zoom, and that's how we're broadcasting to you today. So if it sounds really weird, I don't know what it sounds like. Um, it's an effort to even hear ourselves. We don't...
2: Go ahead, Sam. Hi, I'm...
4: Cording from a paint can that <laughs> I just decided to pick up and talk into.
2: This is the thing I don't understand. We are using... Okay, Sam and I are using proper dedicated um, cardioid, cardioid mics. Um, Raven's using um, ear earphones, earphone mic, right? Yep. And the quality... there's a, There's definitely a difference in quality, but it's not so bad as what he's doing, which is literally using a webcam microphone, which... They're they're serviceable, but they're not meant to replace proper mics. They just aren't. And why a guy worth so many fucking millions wouldn't have more pride than to have something better than that? More wouldn't have enough pride to have something better than what he's got at home. In the case of an emergency, makes no sense to me. Unless he just really didn't care about contingencies anyway, and we know he doesn't.
3: He switched over to earphones once they the proper equipment in the dungeon where he's recording mm-hmm. so i guess in the beginning he just he, you know how he is he's afraid to put anything in his ear he didn't want earbuds he's just <laughs> he's, he's afraid lazy. to put
4: anything in his ear i wonder how his asshole feels about that probably super <laughs> jealous
0: <laughs> let's continue not headphones it's not what we call uh, you know our usual broadcast and Robin, Fred, and Gary are on. Everybody say
3: hello. Hello.
0: Hello, hello.
2: <laughs> they're recording from like a clown car. <laughs> Ringling Brothers. It sounds like they're all squashed in together. Now, I, I, listen, I'm not, guys, I understand, the and fans of the show, fans of, that are actually listening to this podcast to see what we come up with, I understand that some people are, the argument is, well, at least they're recording. Um, but. I, I personally, I would not from record. a tree
4: fort where it's one can to the other tree fort and a string and you're like, hey, 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 hello, hello. like, honestly,
2: <laughs> honestly, my GI Joe's uh, walkie talkie set back in the day sounded better than this. This was like fucking using the microphone out of Snake Mountain. But the thing is, um, what it what, what really struck me was, OK, now he's recording from home, right? The dungeon, the fucking vault, wherever the fuck it is. He is now actually having to because he's got no call in ability for this first week, no call in ability for uh, fans or back office staff, let's be honest. Fake and callers. fake callers. And um, he now is addressing, force, being forced to address that Fred actually exists on the show and Robin exists. She's not, that's, a, that's normal, but he's got to bring in Bowie, who's normally you don't hear during a show very much at all. Fred. You never hear from them. Just drops and stuff like that, and drop. Imagine drop free, uh, guest free for the most part. Trying to groove at home, it's excruciating.
0: Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I missed you. What? A, what we're going to attempt to do? Is it on. Going on with it, it. Yeah.
4: It honestly sounds like when you go to the beach and you get that one big seashell and you put your ear up to it. <laughs> That's what this sounds like.
0: <laughs> a giant
4: fucking shell to your ear. Punch.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, hello, hello, it's show. me.
0: Yeah. Anyway, and, and then try to, you know, this is going to be an abbreviated show. Just to let you know, we're trying to get our regular broadcast set up. And the reason it's taking a long time, we we'll, I'm going to have a regular rig in my house by um, next Monday, by Monday. The reason it's taking a long time is because I'm super paranoid and I'm in complete lockdown and I'm making everyone who comes in here wear hazmat suits to set up the equipment. So
2: this was my question to you, gals. Why wouldn't why wouldn't you just forfeit those days? Don't come in and then make them up during your vacation days if you really cared about the product and not putting out shitty radio. And, you know, and then you have that week to get your stuff and then sound better the following week. He ain't giving up vacation days for this.
3: Nope. Nope, you nailed it. It's vacation time. He wants his summers off, and I feel that he's being pressured to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was talked about years ago when he first got to Sirius in 2006 about mm-hmm. having ISDN lines set up. Well, mm-hmm. why doesn't he have one? What, what the heck? They kind of knew this was coming. They had a long time to prepare for this, and this is what we get? are you kidding yeah. me and it gets so yeah. worse it drops out like every every couple of minutes it just drops and sometimes it drops for like 20 seconds and Sweet we're the sitting there great. on the thread like i can't hear anything i can't either and my my i listen to an app on the phone while i'm typing and the app looks fine there's there's no problem with my app so it's him yeah it, yeah it's bad real bad mm-hmm. When
4: she said that ISDM line thing, that's a great point. They had a whole show when they were going to Sirius and testing mm-hmm. out that stuff. Yep.
2: Absolutely. So why? It, it, and it was Why was are we such-
4: listening to Seashell Radio?
2: They were such tight wads. I remember during a wrap-up show, Artie talked about how Scott DePace, there was one episode, one, one, I think it was 2006 or 2007, during the show, Scott DePace went in and got to get yelled at by Howard for some fucking audio technop, technical cock-up or something. And then during the wrap-up show, Artie said, you know, when we got started at Sirius, they weren't even contracted to work yet. They didn't even start work. And Scott DePace was doing all this volunteer stuff, trying to get the audio levels right, coming in for free like 50 hours during one week to get stuff working and he hadn't even been paid and wasn't going to get paid. And he said, and to and have the nerve to yell at him for stuff like this, knowing what he's already put into this show without getting paid is just a little beyond the pale anyway.
0: Cause I'm trying desperately not to get coronavirus, even though they say in New York, uh, 80% of the people will have it.
4: Yeah, but
1: that's
0: not you. 80%
4: not here. of so the so people far, have it. Like
0: I already feel like I have it every day.
2: I already feel like I feel like he's had like bone marrow cancer for the longest time. The way he's acting,
4: our speakers all have coronavirus.
2: Yeah, exactly. Our ISDN line has coronavirus. Uh, the next one is called number two. We care about our audience.
0: I don't feel good about doing this over Zoom, <laughs> but I wanted to get to you, our audience, our loyal audience, and say we are going to be here for you. We're, we're making every <laughs> effort. And by Monday, I'm going to have, you know, That's almost.
2: The, that was the following Monday, by the way. That would be the 20, what is it? The 28th, 28th. I, uh, hold on, uh, let me the, do the 30th.
4: math.
2: 30th. 30th, sorry, my mistake. I'm, I, I'm yeah, doing wiki so math. So
4: overcome by the caring, hold on a second. set <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, we can operate remotely. Robin will have it. Fred, Gary, we'll all have some kind of setup and it'll sound more like the normal show. We can't even take phone calls yet. Yeah, that's
1: what I was going to
2: We can't even manufacture phone calls here.
0: Nope. I say we can't talk to the
5: audience right now except through Zoom.
2: Okay. Uh, the, uh, the, the next clip is called Sarno Who.
0: I've been in touch with him. He seems to be like the guy who knows everything.
2: This is what they're talking with reference to Dr. Agus or Agus or as we like to call him, Dr. Anus. And um, he is uh, infamous for having been hauled in by Wig to cure Robin's cancer, which she mostly that was, I think, in endometrial cancer is what I think it was. And uh, she had pushed it off for so long. And all this natural, this is when she was doing the green drink and all that horse shit and did the marathon or faked finished the marathon the, from the 15 Foundation Saga. And he, she had to call Beth because she didn't have uh, an OBGYN because she didn't get herself checked out regularly. She was very irresponsible. And uh, do, uh, I think Dr. Agus is who um, that she got from Wiggy. And
3: Okay, so they talked about that on the show. It was um, Wiggy and Blobbin begged Dr. Agus to help her because it was a last resort. She needed something. And based on Howard's power and his marbles, they were able to get a hold of Dr. Agus. And then he would come in to take care of her, diagnose. And I don't know if he did the surgery or one of his associates, but he was responsible for getting her the help that she needed. And I think right. it was a 12 hour surgery. It,
2: it was surgery back. plus aggressive chemo, and it went into remission. But we're going to play a clip that indicates that it's probably come back. And, and cancer, I think it was stage four, if I'm not mistaken. I'm
3: uh, not, not clear on that.
2: Uh, either way, I think it was stage four. And in that case, you're really looking at buying time. You're not looking at a cure because it just doesn't, it just keeps coming back, uh, like a lot of cancers do when you're at stage four. So uh, unless you're incredibly lucky or incredibly durable, like my my uh, deceased father-in-law was, it was his heart that finally did him in after two cancer surgeries. So, um,
0: again, he's the guy who helped run with her cancer. He's helped me with a bunch of stuff that, you know, I don't really talk about all that much, but he helped me with uh, a <laughs> kidney thing and all that, that I wrote about in my book,
2: my kidney thing, <laughs> my fake cancer. <laughs>
4: <laughs> right. I love how that just went by the wayside because more people probably realized somebody can't say it's 99 or 90 percent cancer without a biopsy
2: it's 79 um the um i, I think the thing is he th- that that used to piss me off because we i have a coworker who i just hope gets fired um i'm sorry i am really this weekend this week he's proven to be a real cocksucker um he went on facebook and said i have a, i had some cancer and i had chemo and I lost my hair. He shaved his head. He didn't lose his fucking hair. He shaved his eyebrows. He looked like uh, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio in Full Metal Jacket, going seven, six, five <laughs> millimeter. Um. Anyway, he goes. Um. He goes. Oh, I got some cancer, and my wife had a pre-cancer. It was. It was going to be cancer. It wasn't subcutaneous. It was a um, like a mass on the her back, like skin cancer that would have. Gone into her system had she not dealt with it when she did, like literally in a matter of weeks, it would have been developed into cancer. Uh, and she was, as you can imagine, until she got the biopsy results back, she was a, a wreck. So for this guy to bullshit about cancer, like Wiggy is doing, pissed me off to no end because there's precancerous and there's cancerous. There is no in between. There's no in between. And it, no doctor in their
4: right mind would ever say, "I, it's you 95%. have ninety-five or a percentage <laughs> of cancer, most right. likely." Nobody would say that,
2: right? He was referencing it being
4: a fucking cyst. I mean,
2: sorry, go ahead. He referenced it like it was like uh, uh, the the amount of cocoa or cacao in a chocolate bar. This is fifty six percent cacao, dark chocolate.
3: It's it's either malignant or benign,
2: Mm -hmm.
3: and he had it marked as malignant before it even got tested,
2: right? It was the beginnings of what could have developed into cancer had they not caught it, that kind of thing. But he turned it into, you know what, I got my pancreas removed and part of my gallbladder. And uh, it just it, it's, it's infuriating to anybody who's had a cancer in their family or lost someone. It's it just awful. Anyway, uh, the next clip is called Ray Stern is Braver Than King Baby.
0: Be, you know, my mother at first was like, I... I'll please, every, um, if I'm going to die, I'll die. And I go, Mom, you don't live your life like a person who, you know, wants to die. And plus, you got to start thinking of other people, you know. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. They haven't got-
2: <laughs> when has he ever thought of other people? <laughs> I found that hilarious.
0: gone out in months. Yeah, now all of a sudden they're going out. They went, <laughs> they went, on Sunday, they went to fucking Bagel Boss. Oh, oh my gosh. god. Yeah. And I was just like, what the hell? I mean, what are you reading? So now I've been educating my mother, trying to get her into lockdown.
2: Now, this one kind of, I can sort of empathize with because the older generation, a lot of them, you know, they're stuck, you know, trying to get an older person to change their ways is is an exercise in futility. And I had to call my mother and father and tell them, you know, look, when the government says stay in, they don't mean. Stay in as much as you can, and then go out when you feel like it. They mean stay the fuck in. Help them, help you, and by not infecting everybody else. It's more about containment than about curing at this point. So, um, but of I, course, I kind helping, of, I know helping his about.
4: parents turns into how is this a problem for me? Poor me! I have to help my parents who are
2: Raven.
4: going on a hundred.
2: Raven, uh, how many hours would you say he dedicated to fucking Ray and Ben impressions the last three weeks?
3: He spent a whole hour one day, the first (laughs) hour of the show. I think that might have been this day or the next day. Because he's talking about, I I know we'll get into it, uh, his dad reading the New York Times and getting him a pair of white cotton gloves. But it wasn't something that he was going to do. It was his assistant was going to get an assistant to the parents to do (laughs) <laughs> my, I have to be my, honest my with you. My helper is helper.
2: <laughs>
4: I yes. stop it when he starts going for a long time. I stop it and then I have to restart it. And if he's still going on, which after 10 minutes, if it's still the impression, I'm like, holy, I, I can't believe this is still going on. And this happened when he was doing this for the New York Times thing. I stopped it and restarted it and it's it was still on the parents. It was unbelievable so when you
1: sp-
2: so one sec when you stop let's say the app right right um it's if it if it's streaming in real time when you stop it it continues where he is not where you left off
3: no live- it will be where you left off and you I oh really a- i do it yeah. on the live
4: stream part so when i stop it it doesn't stop where i left off it starts again my computer re doop. i guess yeah. if it's I don't know, but when I bring it back up, I press play, and it mm-hmm. re-goes for where it is. Maybe it's because I don't press pause, I
3: press stop. Maybe. That, that might be it. Yeah, if you press pause, then you can walk away, come back, hit play, and pick up, or there's a live button. So if you want to jump ahead, and then right. there's, there's, there's a great feature that it's like a 30-second rewind button on mm-hmm. the app. So if he says something, I'm like, did he just say that? I'll rewind just to make sure I'm typing the quote right from whatever idiocy is coming out of his mouth. Right. And then, or, you know, faggotry, for <laughs> lack of a better word. Fillmore. Then
2: you go
4: back <laughs> to the lives. You've been quoted. You've been Fruitiness. quoted
2: fruitiness it's not i don't I, I but you can oh so let's say let's say for example raven you go back can you you've listened to it for the 10 seconds that you needed whatever then you can go directly to the front of where he is like in, in real time yeah for sure okay that's not too bad um and not clearly not possible you know 20 years ago with technology being what it was streaming wasn't quite what it it became but at any rate uh so that uh that there was a whole yeah that one hour which he just did a fucking impression for ages but let's see the impressions he's got going in his fucking marbles these days are um pat robertson his parents which he's, he's been doing since the dawn of time it used to be ted kennedy but that one fell by the wayside i guess since teddy died right um or did he I thought he passed away, Ted Kennedy. He's, got, he's dead now, isn't he? No. Oh, just wishful thinking, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Either way, the impression is long dead and buried. And um, uh, what's the other impression? It's not, I'm trying to think of only impressions he does. Uh, no, I was thinking Fred, Fred's awful Ronnie puppet impression. Ronnie, the, the one they crowbars in also during this week. It's awful. Uh, well, let's see what we just- got here.
3: Ted Kennedy did die in two thousand nine. I'm just way out oh. of political talk. <laughs> okay, I—I
2: uh, I was pretty sure he was.
4: Every now and then, dad, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're doing our own impression. Should I throw in my Tony Montana? <laughs> you know what your problem is, pussy cat. You got nothing to do with your life uh let's see wiggy offers to help beef is clean now this made me laugh just the title we're typing it because we all know there's no he wouldn't if you put a gun to his head he'd have to eat the bullet
0: that's cleaning our whole house <laughs> but i help i offered to help sure i did, i swear to god <laughs> what were you gonna do I don't know, but you know what? It's good exercise for her. She's like totally ripped from doing the vacuuming. Oh, and-
4: my God. I First of all, besides the content of this conversation, this reminds me when your paper towels, when you were a kid, and the roll's gone, and you take the thing, and you talk into it, and you just start talking into the paper fucking towel roll, and it's this cardboard roll, and you're screaming into it. This is how... Poor this audio sounds. But besides that, Robin's right. No way in hell that question mark offered to mop anything.
3: <laughs> he claimed he was going to be cleaning the gym.
2: Which... That was a Photoshop.
4: Oh, Is... Christ. Why? He's got to get the meat ready to punch Rocky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to get
2: ready for Apollo.
0: And everything. And, um, and, but the other day I helped to change the bed sheets. Uh No fucking idea how hard and complicated our bed (laughs) stuff is. Like, we have, what's that called? The (laughs) dupe. Go ahead. I want to see the finger.
4: Even (laughs) in real life, you have a bed. Sometimes the long ways of your bed, you mix up the fitted sheet. Sometimes. But it's not that hard. It's a square. It's a square. A piece of cloth and a square you fit around it. It is not complicated.
3: Well, he is confused by a duvet comforter cover. Yes.
2: Uh, and completely uh, we,
3: puzzled by that.
2: But let's be honest. Do you think there's any chance he ever made a bed in his life?
3: Oh, hell no. No.
2: No? Not even nope. at summer camp? <laughs> uh, <laughs> not even at no, Wellmet? I
3: can't even.
0: All right. Vay. Yeah. Oh, yeah we have one of those and stuff? And you had to restuff it? Yeah, and Beth's like all about, like, she's super clean, so she's washing everything every minute. I'm like, right. you know, lighten up and, you know, wait a week and we'll change the bedding every two weeks. And she's like, no fucking way. So I got involved because I was like trying I feel bad, you know. I love Beth so much. And
4: Beth is so dumb that Howard has to help her figure out a duvet cover. Can you imagine <laughs> these idiots holding the corners of blankets, the duvet you know, with the feather thing and you gotta stuff it in?
2: You know, he the- invented he invented duvet covers, you know. <laughs> um, I, the, the idea that he would help out at all just kind of the visual doesn't make any sense in my mind I've got like wires crossed I'm trying to figure what would he do to help I mean maybe he's tall enough to reach the spray bottle at the top of the you know the cupboard or something that's about it
3: he's and walking no, around criticizing her
0: no I, I offered to help <laughs> and she was like no it's you know what you fucked everything up just let me do it <laughs> <laughs>
2: I love that, and unfortunately, you're not going to get Beth talking about it. She's she gets she takes the 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 high road the whole time uh, until she stumbles and falls the following week or so. But um, the the idea that they're at Chimney Manor, whatever we're going to call it, Castle Gay Skull, all these things, and she's got to clean rooms that you know she usually has help for, like do you know how much work would go in in get how many fucking s- staff members you'd need to clean that fucking place? You've seen the size of it on online. What oh in God's God. name? They're just, they're just cleaning their rooms that they're using. Right.
4: I assume so, but even if they have to do the other rooms or some sort of dust mopping, dusting. Yeah. yeah. Just to keep dust off surfaces. It's that's a really big job in the sense of, if one person
3: is doing it, if they have to. Mm-hmm. His Hamptons house is 16,000 square feet. Oh, 16, my God. Five, okay, I oh, guarantee you. He lives in a fucking hotel. Yeah. <laughs> well, his hotel isn't as big as Tracy Morgan's. Just fun fact, his is 30,000 square feet.
2: Ooh. But we'll get
3: to that another time.
2: Well, Tra- but Tracy has like a football team and four subs, and, like, and, and a couple defensive coordinators living at his house. And Wiggy just has him. Like, Wiggy alone doesn't need. Wiggy could use a studio and still have room for a whole family of six.
4: Okay, and, but if they're um, changing sheets, she's not changing sheets for bedrooms that people aren't staying in.
2: No, of I course mean, not. I mean, why would, would you do whatever- that? It's, it's just whatever he soils when he's not wearing his depends. Um, the next clip is called Wiggy asks both of his fans. Uh, both, uh, both of his fans to stop complaining about the shitty quality.
0: The quality of this broadcast, the ability to take your calls, the ability to play tape and do all the stuff that we normally do, to we kill. can do as of Monday. <coughs> I say this with peace and love. Peace <laughs> and love. not send me your emails complaining about the quality of this broadcast. Peace and love. Peace and love. This will all change. As of Monday tomorrow, they're coming to my house
2: at Monday is the following week for fuck's sake. That's how long it takes. Do you know how easy it is to just make drops or download whatever sound clips you need and play them as I'm playing clips for you guys. That's how easy it is.
4: The Netflix documentary where Ted Bundy was talking into a tape recorder and they <laughs> replay it sounds better <laughs> than this.
2: <laughs> okay. Now we get into where beef comes in and, um, She she talks about like this. I think this is the um, the part where she's supposedly crying. Uh, But I said beef is projecting death on non-news watching Pelican.
0: Here's what I'm thinking again. I know nothing. I'm not watching the news at all because I know
2: know nothing. He loves not knowing. There's nothing he loves more than just being a dolt.
0: Every time I watch the news, I think I'm sick or I'm getting sick. So I and Beth's mad at me. She's fucking yelling me that you have to watch the news because oh really going on yeah and I'm like no and then she and then we even had an argument last night because she she turned to me and she goes I know if you get coronavirus you're gonna give up and you're just gonna die (laughs) because that's how you are.
2: You mean she was praying?
4: I'm sorry. Did you interrupt her Hail Mary? (laughs)
2: with the rosary a bottle of Windex in one hand and a rosary in the other uh this is the thing if he got it uh which you know the average person that gets it is not going to die that's true that the numbers are you know in line with that but there are people that are still suffering months after they've they've even after they've recovered they don't really recover so it is a very serious thing anybody wondering what oh you know the fuss is about well that and the fact that there's so many people dying so quickly and and asymptomatic people walking around infecting people. You, when you have the flu, you know you have the flu. There's no, there's no. Um, there's but I'm no going bigger... to ask Raven
4: this: since she's there, do you? How much do you think of? Because he barely mentions her when he's in studio. How? What do you think this is about that he keeps bringing up? What she thinks. What do you yeah.
3: think? Well, he's struggling for filler. He's he's yeah. trying to get through at least like two hours of show. And all he has is his crutches are Blobbin, Fred, Gary, and Beef, Beefus. So he knows that she's going to be a good little Stepford robot wife. And she's going to tell him everything he wants to hear. Plus, Mm -hmm. it makes him look like he's a loving husband because he's talking about her. And then, you know, eventually he writes a song about her, uh, which is all about cleaning, Uh, (laughs) cat litter, urinals.
4: Uh, He didn't think that was sweet.
3: I still think the back office wrote it for him and he just came up with the Neil Young voice that he's using, but he claims that he wrote it. So we'll just go with that for now.
4: I know Uh, this is a weeks in review, but this would be the perfect time to bring up mm -hmm. the fact that Gary puppet happened, even though the replay and the Howard Stern show took out the fall of beef. Gary Puppet recorded the fall for all to hear and I happened to message comedian Dave Landau who is a part of the Anthony Cumia show. It's Mm -hmm. uh, the Compound Media Network, so compoundmedia.com and they mocked this fall relentlessly because the day before they mocked the song. So, thank you, Gary Puppet, and let's enjoy listening to Beef's fall because she's so tired from cleaning.
2: Okay, let me just make sure the audio is just enough.
0: Oh, what happened? see, uh, did? did she fall again? Oh no! What did you do? Wait, come here! Oh no, come here! Okay, okay. Oh, honey, put a light up. Hold oh on. my god! I'll be what right back. Play do You
3: You got? Uh...
0: I don't, I turned the Obstacles lights out. in that? Uh, what is that? It? It's an obstacle course. I'll be right back to play a song. <laughs> she hurt herself.
2: Oh, dear. Do you see how annoyed he sounds? Like how you you fucking hurt yourself? What 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 kind of asshole are you?
4: That's so funny you said that because uh, Kumia said the same thing. How much does he hate her right now? Like. <laughs> How much does he hate having her as a wife right now? He's so annoyed he
3: has to deal with her falling.
4: Her oh, falling
3: is a constant thing. she fell down the steps carrying cat litter earlier in the week. He had mentioned it. That yeah. just slipped through the cracks on the show. But even Robin is just like, "Good Lord, you know what is going on over there?" And it sounds like something out of the Three Stooges. All the, yeah. pl- you know, like boxes falling or whatever equipment she's tripping over. It's it's a dark dungeon with an obstacle course and she you know she's coming off of whatever hangover from the night before or just starting up a new one for that day we don't even know it's like double
4: dare with vicodin and vodka <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're gonna see we should cut to that scene in the signs of the lambs where she stumbles across a broken nail on the wall in the cavern that she's in raven the that we just played the um the fall the fall from grace uh, right. And um, that was from not the week we're covering particularly, but we wanted to put that in. We'll to address it again next, uh, for the next half. That was from the 6th.
3: That was this past Monday, the 6th. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. And they cut it out of the replays. Uh,
3: he never mentioned it again.
2: Because <laughs> you, you could hear the hatred in his voice, the fact that something, she stumbled, she fucked something up. But did you hear when she fell? He goes, come over here.
3: Yeah. She's yeah, and audibly groaning. Immediately, she says, "I'm okay." That's her first reflex. She says, "I'm okay," and then I can just hear his voices in his head going, "Oh no! Now I've got to do something. What do I do? What do I? You know, like he's just lost his maid, and now he's going to have to feed himself and clean the house and take after those cats. No way. He's watching his whole world crumble if she goes down."
2: And that's the only going down she's doing, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so the next, the next clip is called uh, Wigs List, a.k.a. I Hate Children.
0: I have, yeah. Tell me if you agree with this. Number one, uh, Alec Baldwin. Because Why? He's got like five little kids and oh. he's stuck up in a house with them. Yeah, he has no place to go. Right? He's cornered. Then I thought, Octomom, because doesn't she have 18 kids?
2: So he was making a list of people he thinks are miserable based on simply on the fact that they have kids and they're stuck with them in the house. This is a guy guy who claims he was a good father.
3: Yes, father (laughs) of three, right here. Yeah. I was a present father.
0: Yeah. 14. 14. What is she doing? She's locked in a house. And then I thought Angelina Jolie, because doesn't she have a whole posse of kids? She's up there with Octomom, I think. But here's the number one I came up with. People who have it the worst during the coronavirus. Guys who are having love affairs outside of their marriage.
2: Hello, Bowie. (laughs) Yes, this is for you, Gary. Yeah, go ahead.
3: Okay, I'd like to bring up the first projection here that he misses Ralph, his boyfriend, and he can't have that while in seclusion with yep. his stepford wife.
2: Yeah, because she'd normally be in girl town and Ralph gets, you know, the limo ride to whatever to to Howard's asshole.
3: Underwear dance parties on Monday at his place.
2: Absolutely. He's missing that. And um also it's see.
3: interesting to think during this time
4: who would be the most miserable is the barometer is how many children you have. I mean, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, okay, here's the truth of it like, okay. I have one daughter, mm-hmm. okay, she's in right. elementary school age, it's manageable. I miss school in the sense of I miss that she has that normalcy and she misses her friends and we can't have play dates, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right. And I understand for people who have more kids, it's probably a little bit harder, especially if they're normally in school. Fine. But during something like this, do you really think the most miserable people are people with children or sick people?
3: <laughs> Great point. I, I you, you know, Robin's always brought up news stories that have bad things happening to children. And oh, yeah. She knew, like, she always says, I knew I wouldn't be a good mom because I'm too selfish.
1: That's and true. And Howard,
3: well, we know he's always talking to, like, Kimmel or Fallon, like, oh, you're bringing your kids? Oh, th- okay, sure. Like, raven, raven, ha- bo-baven, banana, banana, bo-baven. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, Sam, bo-bam, banana, banana, bo-bam, Sam. Well.
2: Well, th- the thing is, no, this keep is the going.
3: keep going. I'm sorry. Ray. Yeah, please, keep please
2: going. keep going. Yeah, uh,
3: it's it's one of those things like Howard Howard talks about how he's zooming with his kids. He mentions Deborah got the game cards of humanity and they're going to start playing that on Zoom. But honestly, he rarely mentions their names and we don't hear about them uh, Not at all. You know, we, we hear about back in the day when he was living in his basement with Ralph and he was going to be a dad on his terms when he wanted to.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: That's not exactly the family quality that, you know, I have in my house. I have a high schooler. I have a middle schooler. We're having a great time. Luckily, we're healthy and we're getting along. Uh, we're finding things to do. And next week we're starting school online. So there you have it. I love my kids. I, I don't feel tortured at all. But.
2: You mean, you? you guys play cards for Habitat? I mean, Habitat for Authority? I mean, for Humanity of Cards of...
3: Humanity. <laughs> you- humanity. Humanity. humanity.
2: <laughs> That's going to be the new buzzword, folks. I'm sorry. I, the, and the, the genesis of this is in one of the mockery threads, I did a Photoshop of Bjork's first solo album uh, with Wig's um, incredible Brillo head. Uh, and um, I think the title was uh, human behavior, the way he pronounces human and huge. And uh, 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 anything with the word H in front, uh, I mean, I'm surprised he doesn't say, well, look, this TV is in HD. Um, <laughs> it, but go ahead, Raven, please. You wanted to say something.
3: Uh, no, no, no. I was uh, just wrapping up that, you know, he's got a kid in Freud where he doesn't he doesn't want to hear or deal with other people's kids. He, he thinks oh. that's just below him. He, he's all about him. He's the narcissist. And I right. know you guys. Are... I just
4: picture him screaming bloody murder when the song, we are the world, we are the children and like just like bloody murder screaming.
2: You think he'd be like Elvis throwing the remote at the, at the TV screen when he saw that part? <laughs>
3: Yeah, he'd be pulling out his uh, three fifty-seven out of his ankle holder and shooting it off, for sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, the 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 thing is, he is a child, and he hates anything that takes away from his own, uh, t- any attention that he gets. And Bob D., God bless you, you're, we're giving you some more fodder with this latest uh, section of breakdown that we're doing, because there's loads of projection going on. There's so much projection, you'd think we were starting our own um, theater chain. And... Um, he he talks so much about he brings up this. How can you stand being with your children? It's just me and my wife, okay. Me and my wife, and if we had kids, we'd deal with it. I, I, I I'm an old guinea from the from from first like whatever separate, like off the boat parents. I'm still uh, I still got a bit of the old country in me. I wouldn't be taken off the uh, the belt or anything. But if the kids did anything, I I'm very. I'm very good with kids. I I, it's amazing. I don't have any of my own. Why do you have a wooden spoon out? (laughs) Why why is there duct tape around your wooden spoon handle? Why is it three inches thick? Um, Well, the thing is, you do need. I have often said to my wife, the reason why people get jobs is not so they can make money. That's the secondary reason. The first reason is so they can get away from their fucking spouse or their kids and everything to go back and you know, make things fresh every time it is. I understand it is actually stressful to be around the same people for so long, but that applies to anybody, not just your children. If you were with your coworkers for, I, I don't know, weeks at a stretch, you'd want to kill them. I, I want to kill mine after five minutes together, but that's uh, you know, that's neither here nor there. And so, when he says
4: this too, it's like, why don't we bring Beth in here? Right. Because <laughs> if you're asking who's having the worst time, Raise your hand, Beefus. Yeah. I'm sorry. Beef. She looks like Scarface at the end of the movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you mean the mountain of blow like, next to her on the desk? Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, David.
3: No, 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 no. I'm good. You go.
2: Okay, no, the um uh, the the thing is, he brings in Jimmy Kimble, uh to who's in, I think, and lives in L.A. So it would be like 3 a.m. for him when he's calling in to give this do this mercy mission for Whig and his, you know, clipless show. So uh, he had, uh, this next clip is Wig admits he's a selfish cocksucker to Jimmy.
0: Even on my wife's Instagram, you see the best version of me. Like you see me loving the cats, and you go, "Wow, how it's really connected." But the best,
4: the best version of you is a. Fucking manicured hand, with <laughs> with attached to a brush.
2: Hold on for a second and see if I could do my best stern a nail impression. And this is not visual, guys, but I just want to make the gals laugh. Give me one moment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, <The> that's only- <laughs> too perfect.
2: The only thing I'm missing is the uh, the um, Clark Kent spectacles and the uh, and the uh, old man just fin- just yelled out "Bingo!" Uh, shirt that he had on the button up, the little yeah. khaki, the
3: the bucket hat with the uh, pastel plaid shirt and the uh, baggy baggy shorts and the slumped over look. That's well, for, for all sure. of our and listeners,
4: Fillmore just got a hat that if you ever watch, salute your shorts. Yeah, uh, it's a Nickelodeon <laughs> show. We look like Ug we the camp counselor with that.
2: <laughs> I look like Ernest. Um, uh, let's see. So, so, let me just play that last that second little bit because we we got it a uh, little truncated. Reading and being self. sorry. Let
0: Next me. Instagram, you see the best version of me. Like you see me loving the cats, and you go, "Wow, Howard's really a connected human being. He's a good guy."
2: In other words, you see the front. You see the bullshit that I'm trying to foist off as human behavior. Or sorry, the... human behavior.
4: You see the best version of me that I'm presenting to you. It's fake as hell. But yeah, right? Raven, don't you think that that's what he's saying?
3: Yeah, we're getting 20 second clips of him on her Instagram. And it's, you know, Mushu Peaches on her back with her legs up, just wanting to be (laughs) having her belly rubbed. That's the best version of him? That's okay. I'm sorry. They named
2: named one of those fucking vermin... I don't sorry, guys. I'm not a pet person. I love them, but uh, I'm allergic. So I just—that's uh, just the word I use for my father. But it translated to English. Uh, he uses. He—they they named one of the cats Mushu. What?
4: Mushu Peaches. I love cats,
3: Fillmore. Oh. I have a cat right here with me now. He's turning oh, around. I, oh,
2: they're—they're—they're yeah, they're, they're wonderful creatures. They're good for pest control. But anyway, um...
3: <laughs> he, they've got Helen Rose, that big fat gray one. It's a special uh, English teacup cat or i I forget the name of the breed but if she was a a fake rescue yeah fake rescue
2: okay um so anyway so that's that's him saying i do
0: that for 10 minutes out of my day the rest of the day i'm locked in my office doing 10
4: minutes out of your day
2: he's uh, now that's that was probably the most honest you're going to get out of him in any given broadcast he's not lying when he says that I'm projecting this fo- fake image of myself the same way Instagram is like a big front for Beth to seem like she's a, a human being as well. Like I care about these cats, so I care about people. So I care, you know, Pittsburgh strong. Ooh. Um, it, it, so him telling it, basically saying, look, uh, th- normally I'm a selfish son of a bitch. Most of the times, is he going to admit that maybe, maybe it's 50, 50, uh, Raven.
3: Well, I think 10 minutes is being way too generous. Unless that's how long it takes to get a good take on Instagram. That 20-second <laughs> clip that we're going to see. And he, he's not even doing it daily. I'd say a, couple, a handful of times a week. Sadly enough, I follow him on Instagram. So,
4: She's right. It, it really is. Beth only puts him on uh, maybe once or twice a week. And it's only for, I don't know, a minute to two. Tops. Tops.
2: Yep. Oh, you, mean, you mean videos... With her or videos in general,
4: videos being a human being brushing a cat,
3: or waving saying, around a cat toy with a feather on the end of it and getting a like cat I'm saying, to yeah, chase. It yeah,
2: with, with,
1: so
3: the best with, version on, of himself is
4: Instagram bath for two times a week.
2: That's what I mean. Uh, yeah, that's videos of him per week might be two.
3: Right. Yeah. Correct.
2: Yeah. She'll yeah, and they're usually like tw- a dozen. A a usually, easily anybody wants to go to see them, they're about as, they're, when you she, remember, she was on the, um whatever, Today Show or something, and she tells Al Roker, uh, or whoever it was, um, you know, Howard's a pussy. Um, that, <laughs> like, he is a pussy, we know that. But that 20, the 20 seconds, all you hear from him is, the, the, I'm sorry, the gayest things, you'll hear, oh, aren't you a good cat? Uh. All my mind, all I'm thinking is, he, he's miserable. He's still miserable. Like, this is a front.
3: One of the things that I I think he's using that Instagram for is because he's too lazy to tweet. So he'll say, like, on Monday, I'm going to play the song I wrote for you. Or um, we're back live Monday. Like, that's how we found out they were going to be Zooming on this week, the 23rd through the 25th, was Beth's Instagram.
2: Yeah. And so, but yeah, you're right, because his own personal Twitter is is like... uh, It's like Han Solo, uh, or Han Solo, sorry guys, uh, sabotage. Uh, In The Empire Strikes Back when he gets frozen in carbonite, there's no action on there. The only regular tweets you get are from the official Stern show and that's what most people comment on because that's the only thing you see kind of circulating on Twitter, doing any kind of action and um one i'm going to play a little later i'm also going to read some of the tweets he got on twitter because what he claims was people were uh, talking about how they love the show regardless of the, the uh, audio quality the next one is um i think um so he's on the phone now with jimmy kimmel and uh then he, there's a, co- a concept comes up like um, oh my god jimmy you're teaching your kids you know like you're having to teach them and they're preschoolers
0: my brother-in-law, he's, he's locked up in his house with his two kids, and they're doing, like, homeschooling, and we've been assigned. I'm going to teach a broadcasting class to the kids. They're, like, five and oh, seven. Oh,
3: so you got pulled in.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm doing an art class and broadcasting, and Beth is doing uh, animal adoption classes.
2: My brother- okay, so, girls, uh, I, I want your feedback. If you really wanted him to teach you something, what do you think he'd be capable of teaching?
3: Counting I'm on. T- what did you say? <laughs> Counting almonds. Oh,
4: that, was, <laughs> okay. that actually would be that'd be not a bad thing for addition and distraction. Yeah. If he was teaching broadcasting right now, it would fail. be... You'd
2: fail. <laughs>
4: <laughs> see some freaking can in the garage. Take it. Put a hole in it. Tie a string to it. Go to the end of the driveway. See if you can hear me. How do I sound? How do I sound? Pick up a seashell on the beach, put it to your ear. I'll put one to mine cause that's how good this broadcasting is. Art school it's it's put a friggin picture up in a coloring book to the window when the sun's coming in. Trace it. color it in. You're amazing.
3: See, <laughs> ah, I picture him with one of those big cheerleader megaphones that's made of plastic and about two feet long, and that's him broadcasting
2: <laughs> in the painting i just got this picture of him with a huge like with those big crayons they give you in kindergarten that you can't possibly miss the page and with color by number instead yeah, of there's paintbrushes and he's looking at it and he's going okay one red one red where's one where's one Ah, red and he's holding the crayon like with but like his entire fist and just scribbling away his painting. Uh, we've seen some of his examples. Watercoloring is like, I, I mean, I'm not going to denigrate people who could do art. I'm a pretty good sketch artist, but I'm, I'm not in practice anymore. He sucks at every fucking hobby he's ever done. And he stinks. Now he's stinking at radio. So what could he teach aside from, I don't know uh, how not to wear scarves, um, how to succeed as a man. Go ahead, Raven. Yep.
3: Uh, how about shopping for a tutor? He seems to find tutors
1: for chess, for painting, he, Peloton. Yeah, right. He
4: could be an advocate Peloton. on care.com right now. Anything. And Beth, being a tutor for adoption, does that does that include how to hire everyone else to do my job and fake shit on my taxes so I don't get in trouble for this? For an addition my, that took eight years?
2: My phone is already full in pictures. Uh, let me see what we got here. Possible confirmation that Robin's cancer has come back.
0: And if you want to stay alive, especially you, because you have an underlying health issue. Who? Who are you talking to? You. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, here comes Beth.
2: I, I think, I think that's pretty much a smoking gun, isn't it? I mean, why would you even mention that you have an underlying health issue? I mean, the fact is she's had a health issue of obesity in her entire fucking life, bar one or two years now and then in between fasts
4: fred doesn't even know when to laugh at this point
2: no <laughs> oh, no and I, I, and it's and part of t- the yeah sorry raven go ahead
3: there's just uh, just real quick there's been a couple times where we've even questioned if robin's in studio because there's a lag between yeah. her and howard when they're talking and we don't mm-hmm. always have a video like they might take a video in the studio but robin is conspicuously not in it for whatever reason mm-hmm.
2: Right. Well, there's there's things that determine when you're doing stuff. As we are not through uh, Wi-Fi, but internet connection in general. Even when you got a land, you're hooked into a a, you know a a landline and stuff like whatever. (laughs) You if the weather's bad, if you're in the basement, and there's loads of concrete in your house, that'll affect the connection, and you'll get even with us, we'll get a little bit of delay. Uh, Sam and I did the um, the walkthrough, the uh, Charlie Charlie Rose walkthrough. Mm uh last time and there was a slight bit of video delay the audio wasn't too bad but it would freeze every now and then sometimes you can't help that but with what their sound their sounds it sounds like the way that whole week went like they were recording on i don't know galaxy s3 or something like that and um the audio quality was painfully bad again i don't know why you'd insist on that except that you don't don't care about what you're fucking releasing to the public who are paying you know
4: There's also an obvious lag in their friendships, too, where you can tell that they don't talk to each other or know each other because everything is polite conversation that you would have with somebody that you just first meet, almost, it sounds like. It's not how you would talk to a friend you've known for years and years and years unless you guys don't have that relationship anymore and it's
3: disintegrated to whatever the hell this is
2: yeah raven
3: it's clearly obvious because they play this um tag game of tag on their voicemails where monday morning it will be like robin where were you i tried to get a hold of you last night i called you like five times and left you message or or she'll be like why didn't you leave a message and he'll be like "Uh, ah you know whatever and i i was going to but then i thought i'd just call you back but it just they, they do not communicate or she doesn't want to hear from him. She, he's either bothering her or Lord knows what the system is for her to get a hold of him. And she's just in her own world. She's having Zoom cocktail parties with Fred's wife. Okay. She's, she's out there trying to party still from her house. Yeah. And he's, he's locked watching The Bachelorette up in his room. <laughs>
2: You think, yeah, this is this is his actually his paradise, except for Ralph's not there and Beth is there. That's the only, those are the two little wrinkles in in, in this whole plan. Uh, and actually, I have a clip uh, from two thousand four. I know Sam, you've heard it, and I'm sure Raven, you've heard it too. Uh, when they're talking about what annoys you about Howard, and Robin says that we're just not friends and we haven't been for a long time, and that was about as cutting as Robin could ever be without using profanity, because 2004, they weren't allowed to swear, obviously. And that hit him. You know, that fucking hit him hard. Absolutely. I, I would love to play. I'll play that for you guys another time because we're, we're going to do a clip based show and uh, play our favorite, our greatest hits. Yes. Yeah, I Sam? don't think
4: it, I don't think it hit him hard in the sense that obviously he's aware the relationship is the way it is. I think mm-hmm. it hit him hard because she exposed it, not oh, because yeah, that's- he knows it.
2: Yes, absolutely. With the, like with the Scott, the engineer with the Scott GoFundMe thing, it wasn't, he wasn't upset in the slightest that he didn't donate a nickel. He was upset that it got out that he didn't donate a nickel or that the conception might be that perception might be from, um, from fans or where on Reddit or wherever the fuck that he was that heartless. And with him, like I think with most narcissists and again, Bob D, you're going to you're going to have a field day with this. He perception 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 trumps reality. And in this case, he absolutely would never want it out for his character to take a hit. Uh, uh, Raven,
3: his image that he doesn't care about. You guys spoke about in the Charlie Rose Mm -hmm. show. Mm -hmm. He that's all he thinks about is how he appears. So absolutely her to out him that way or to be like, you're not taking my calls anymore, or yep. we're not as close as we used to be.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
3: a reflection on him, him yep, as absolutely. this every man that he purports himself to be. Yet we all know he's more of Howard Hughes locked in a panic room with yep. 10 almonds.
2: Right. And that the Howard Hughes analogy is fascinating. We might just do a whole show comparing those two, the characters, because the Howard, they, the parallels are strikingly obvious. And um, anyway, the next clip uh, is uh, true love knows no prenuptial
0: agreement (laughs) that she's upset with me. You got to explain this, that if I get the coronavirus, you
2: okay? now this is a long one, guys, so bear with us. But uh, we're going to try to go through it as (laughs) we're going to go through it like uh, a Greek family going
0: through a lamb on Easter. I feel I'm going to give up and and give myself. What, what he's is the that? worst
5: sick person ever? He has the sniffles. He goes, I feel like I'm dying. And you're not even joking. But, Everything is right now. You're walking around like you're already gone. Right. Um, you're <laughs> preparing for doom. You're right. telling me to leave you in the bed if you die. Right. Um, I just know that if, I think we're all going to get it. Okay.
2: Now, he's not he's not telling you leave me in the bed because I'm going to die. He's really what he's really saying when he says that is don't you dare leave me even if I'm dead. Don't you dare, you know, I want you cleaning, you know, uh, washing the body, preparing it for embalming, whatever. I want you every step of the way here because it's about me dead, alive doesn't matter.
3: They actually had a conversation, uh, about two weeks before they took their last break. So early mm-hmm. March mm-hmm. where it was, well, when I die, what are you going to do, Beth? And he wanted to be buried above ground in a crypt cause he's a crypt keeper. Or a I'm
2: sorry. I, I remember this, yeah.
3: And he was going to have a special chair in there for her to sit in. And then he asked her, like, well, what do you, where do you want to be buried? And she's like, I want my ashes on your chest. Come on. Yeah. Like, right. it was, he was. There was something
4: he, about cock in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, she wanted it near as. Either way, you could hear the strain in her voice during this. Mm-hmm. She's unhinged. She sounds tense. The way she's talking right now, you could just hear it in your voice. I'm having a conversation here. It it, it would be like, okay, for example. Yeah. Fillmore, you just have to get through this. We have to, you have to, you know, understand that you might get sick, but we're going to get through it and it's going to be okay. You have to be like, we're going to get through this. You can't act like we're not. you're gonna get it's a very strained she sounds you know really strained
2: (laughs) sam i didn't know you had a betty davis impression in your arsenal but that was (laughs) wonderful um uh, raven please
3: her pitch is higher than normal you can tell there's a stress there it's like it's a big tell for her she um she's trapped right so she's he's making lists for her of things to do and clean then she has to follow behind him on the crumbs he makes his metamucil crackers his bagels <laughs> everything that he does he's like a little child so yeah. she's constantly like a mom to him right. and this is this is her hell but this is the hell of a grifter she chose this a yes. lot of people in the live thread seem to think like they feel sorry for her when she fell or she's, you know, doing all that she's doing and she sounds ragged. I don't feel sorry for her one bit. She signed up for this. She oh, can yeah. get out anytime she wants unless there's some kind of cl- clause in her prenup. Right. Um, this is, this is her, I, her hell.
4: I don't yeah. feel sorry for her one bit. But I will say I do not think that there's a staff there right now at all. People can say that I think that there are people there and this is all an act. I really, truly believe she is doing these basic tasks that we all do every day. Wipe up a counter, dust mop a floor, put away a dish, fold some goddamn laundry and change some sheets. I mean, seriously, it's not that bad. But for her, this is 9 11.
2: Well, this is consider this guys. Number 1, she doesn't actually intake calories that would make her body healthy. She she's got a wine IV attached to her fucking wrist and um, she's got um she's got probably, she, you know, she's also crush- not
4: used to being with him that much.
2: Well, that's, that's what I was going to get into. When's the last time they spent this much time together in close proximity when she wasn't in girl town? Like they were in the Hamptons together in Florida or in Florida, Florida. I keep forgetting he's got the Florida place too. When they're in Florida, equal, like an equally massive place. um, He can be in one wing. She can be in the other wing. Never the twain need to meet. Uh, So now, because there's no staff, which again, I don't understand With that money. You could hire guest quarters and like have staff quarters there for someone to be in there at all times. Why not? Cause he's too fucking cheap. And maybe that, you know, they want to be around their family. I, if I were the staff, I wouldn't stay there either with the fucking, you know, with Skeletor and his, his, and, and fucking whatever. Anyway, go ahead, please Raven.
3: Well, they go on vacation. You asked how long have they spent this much time together? What's the la- longest or the latest time they've done that. Even when they go to Mexico or they go to Tennessee they don't spend more than a couple days, four days, or they're bailing early on a vacation. And either she's embarrassing him getting drunk in front of their, their star-fucking friends or right. they just have enough of each other. Or he's got to run back like King Baby to his you know, mansion on the beach or his penthouse and just be home in his bed. Like, his routine is so important to him. And yes. now this, even, is, this is what the they've got. Time. Sam.
2: Sam.
4: Even in the one time, like she's saying, you remember this, she had family come in and they went to dinner in the city. He was talking about it and she went back to the Hamptons and Robin said, why would she go back there after dinner with your, with their family? Uh, Oh, cat, um, cat emergency. What? What kind of cat emergency at 10 p.m. could you possibly have? Is she a veterinarian?
2: Well, here's the thing. The last Spade interview or the second last Spade interview, I can't remember which. I know I have the audio isolated. He mentioned something to David about how like, they were at one of these together, maybe a Kimmel thing together. They happened to be there when Spade happened to be there, whatever. And uh, that she stayed out and kept drinking and Howard went back to bed you know beddy by for eight o'clock or whatever really early in the evening like you know this is a late night for me it's it's getting near 7 30 and i gotta hit the hay man you know i got a a fucking day of doing nothing ahead of me and um they they mentioned it so nonchalantly and i remember thinking yes it's true when you have a schedule monday to friday a work schedule like you're doing shift work or you're you know you're you know, doing 18 hour, like a long shift or you're you're a night shift kind of person. Yeah, you have a schedule you're used to. It's tough to get the body around that. You can't recover instantly. But if you're going out drinking, you're going to party, and, and he was younger even then, it should be no th- nothing to you to go on vacation and change your schedule for that time and then go back to what you're used to, especially if you're in your- that fucking old. but the thing is he doesn't want to because he doesn't he's he never feels comfortable around a gathering because he's got to we talked about this many times he has to put up that front all the time that must be exhausting, not just to be around him to be exhausting exhausting for him and others because. They got to cater to him, and he's got to put up this facade like, I like I like pussy. Uh, go ahead, Sam.
4: And they don't even go on vacation by themselves together as a couple. They don't travel to romantic destinations. They don't go walk around Europe. They don't no. go on any sort of rich vacation that they can,
2: if no. you
3: would, so, if you loved each other.
2: Yeah. Uh Raven?
3: Honestly, I think that we know that he's just not funny by himself. And he feels like he's always got to be on when he's at these parties. Like Jimmy Kimmel used to throw parties for him. Now he's not. That's odd. But when he's there, he's always got to be like the center of attention. So he's got to have the good stories and pretend that he's laughing. We've all seen the picture of him laughing with Harvey Weinstein. So we we get it. But it, it just turns into... Uh, I'm an old man, and I just need my routine. I have to keep my radio schedule. Everything's about the radio and working, that he's this yeah. hardworking hero of the radio. Right. Well, it, fine. I think they're. We, we've often suspected that these celebs in Hollywood are secretly laughing behind his back. And then when he yes. goes to bed or Beth God, goes to bed. God, I hope so. There's the jokes. So... I'm just thinking that's what's going on here. And he's just trying to, he wants to be a human, but he's, Mm -hmm. he's just, he's failing. He needs a tutor. (laughs) He needs an interaction tutor.
4: (laughs) He needs a human tutor. Yes.
2: Um, one sec. Okay, listen, so this we're not even 30 seconds into this clip, and it's a four-minute clip.
4: we be in agreement.
2: We're yeah,
0: all they say gonna in New York- I'm
5: not getting it. You guys do whatever <laughs> you want. They, they, New York
0: State, 80% of the people will have it. Will have it. That's it.
5: But we have to get through it.
0: You right. are a year old But what are you saying well, to me? I don't even... Jimmy, what are you doing? Are you dying? you just <laughs> leading <laughs> over and gone.
2: Yep, Raven?
3: Uh, just some quick math here. If 80% of New York City which is 18 million people, that's 14 mm-hmm. million cases. Go on.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not a small, it's not an insig- insignificant number.
3: Oh. Jimmy looks like he died. Oh, man, <laughs> I don't
0: look good. Well, it's the middle <laughs> of the night. But-
2: Meanwhile, one of the b- best pictures that came out of that first week of Zoom was that wig getting pulled back. Uh, where oh, it, really did, it really did look like it was placed on his head by a mechanical lever. And um, just kind of like when he wakes up in the morning, like George Jetson, it just comes down on his head as he wakes up automatically.
4: I did the uh, side-by-side on our Facebook of Raggedy Andy, where it's yeah. like that doll, that knit doll with the, with the hair and the yarn, and it's pushed back. And with him during this phase, it looks identical.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's, he's an Great awful analogy. He's, yeah, he's like he's like a um, I don't know, kind of like a downsy uh, cabbage patch doll that's got no uh, no fat on it. But do you yeah, even hear
4: you hear Jimmy's voice to Beefus's voice, Beth's voice. It's so different. Her voice is so much more.
2: She has she has to be on.
4: Oh, my gosh!
2: Yeah. Well, the thing is she also has to be careful not to say the wrong thing to whatever because God only knows what happens behind the scenes when they have to interact, and he's pissed off with her because she's a he's always a passive aggressive king baby. He won't say anything in the moment. He'll wait a week later, two weeks later, maybe even a month and bring it up when there's something that really when it makes no sense to bring it up. he or he'll or hold on, hold on, or he'll shoehorn other shit together and then like pile up all this resentment. And then it comes out when it really shouldn't be coming out. It should be coming out in a timely fashion. So she's always got to worry. I I can't imagine. And like you said, Raven, she made her own bed, but I can't imagine the level of stress that would be worth the kind of money, whatever that she got out of marrying him, Sam,
4: her neck too. When you watch this visually, it Mm. looks uh, like predator alien, Popping out of something and you see this pulsating thing on the side of her neck when she's talking during this visually, mm-hmm. you can watch it on the clips. They're free because who would pay for this garbage? And it really is pronounced the vein in her neck or whatever sort of muscle that is from her neck to her head to her forehead. It's pulsing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And that's a, that's a five head. Um, and the, the fact is um, she's, uh, I was going to say the fact of the matter is, um, she, it, it's, it's to live in peril. We, we went through that Ablo walkthrough. She lives every day trying, hoping not to make a mistake in what she says, but that was 13 years ago. Now I think she feels more comfortable giving him shit, knowing that he in the end is just going to acquiesce because she does hold some level of power over him in the fact that she divorces him Okay, he's now a two time loser. And there's nah, maybe stuff will come out about his being a fudge packer. You know, he's he's always in fear of that. And how many times has he talked about people breaking their NDAs in the last year and a half, two years? Like people talk, especially after the Me Too stuff. Saying I'm, I you know I I don't feel bad for Harvey or whoever it was, but I feel bad that they signed an NDA and uh, you know like or or Donald Trump I think it was in in this particular case, you know if these things are you know signed documents, how are they able to you know betray the person? And he's worried about himself again. It's not about those fucking people. He doesn't care about them. It's all about him. Um.
0: Anyway, should we continue? But, but what are you saying to me? I'm saying
5: you. You're we're if. If or and when we get this, yeah. you're going to give up.
0: I am not. I want to wanna get live through
5: this. You have to remain positive. You have to just carry. <laughs> up know that you're gonna get
0: remain. This. Remain positive. Don't do, remain do you, positive? you never get positive. I know you're going
5: <laughs> to give up. And it's just going to be horrible
4: for for What everybody.
5: do you mean give
0: up? Give up?
2: Okay. Go ahead, Sam.
0: When
4: she says, you're just going to give up, it sounded like a scene from Grey's Anatomy, like a an intense scene or er like you're just gonna give up like it she's very uh, she really feels his giving up and his drama through this this isn't just she didn't come to this conclusion out of nowhere the the intensity in her voice and this statement and how she's conveying it
3: he's put her over a, a barrel Raven, did you hear what she says after that? She goes, It's gonna be horrible for everybody. <laughs> like, what? No, just you, Beef. you're there alone. Come on, Dr. <laughs> Agus horrible. You can hang up the phone, you, you're you stuck. Well, yeah,
2: Dr. Anus has got his own issues. Um, but, um, you, yeah, well, the thing is, if it's horrible for her, she's got, uh, you, is, I mean, you guys, would you call her like a barely functioning alcoholic at this point? yes based on what we know of her like if we're, we're just assuming we're just a shot in the dark guys we have no inside knowledge we're just going by what we hear and being long-term listeners you can hear this shit
3: definitely alcoholic i'm thinking maybe part-time adderall addict just to keep her energy up maybe she uh, can't that, get the other is drugs that, what, that, is that what
2: adderall does i'm not sure sh- i've never i don't yeah, know anything about it except that, that it exists you up
3: for children I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, Children, it slows them down so they can focus. For adults, it's like meth. Not from personal experience, but as a scientist, I study this and I love watching drug TV shows, so there you go. Uh Um, From
4: personal experience, when I was in college, if I had to get a paper done and I put it off to the last minute, I would take my girlfriend's Adderall to get the paper done all night. So, yeah, she's Right on par with
2: that. The closest experience I had was watching Michael Jake Heaton do an episode of Family Ties on speed uh, to do his assignments at borrowing uh, Mallory's diet p- caffeine pills or whatever the fuck. And uh, he was speeding through the whole thing and goes, I thought I'd give the floor a quick buffing <laughs> like 3 a.m. Uh, I actually, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a dated old fuck. What am I going to say? Um, Sam, you're going to say?
4: I think too, she's on some sort of opioid because her eyes are pinned a lot of times. If you notice, uh, people, people who take drugs, pupils are something you notice. So when she takes pictures, they're either really enlarged or pinned and, or
2: or like, uh, you know, you know, covered up somehow, same way. He's got a microphone in his face. Right. Uh, She
4: doesn't look at the camera. It's. That's because she has a wonky eye, but Uh, (laughs) yeah, she looks on something and acts on something. Also, too, this conversation is being had. She's having it on the air with him right now in this tense manner because she's probably wanted to say this for a while, but doesn't have the balls to or can't until now.
2: The two, she gets strength from Jimmy being on the phone. It's like, if I know you're in the house, my husband's not going to, I'm not making light of spousal abuse folks uh if i know that so and so is in the house he's not going to hit me or in this case verbally abuse me or whatever the fuck and also that she probably has talked to jimmy and said look he's a fucking nightmare to deal with i'm sure you know being a fan and i'm telling you from this is from the horse's mouth um you this is you know he's he's awful he's a tremendously awful human being and um The reason why I was laughing was just realized those those videos they played where um, I was thinking of the one where the iguana started chasing them uh, in Florida and they (sighs) started they ran that you can hurt. I wanted to find that video so bad. If anybody knows how to get that, please send it to me. Um, It was on her Instagram. I don't know if it still is, but um, I was thinking how hard it must be for the guy. Who has to walk beside them for their photo ops and carry the microphone to cover his face, for him to cover in case of paparazzi, so he can hide. Uh, we'll get a minute, three minutes left in this. I'm living.
5: You're, you're gonna get it. You're gonna be like, I'm dying, I'm dying, and you're not gonna have that will. This was our whole
0: conversation. I, you last think thing. I don't have a will to live?
2: No. She's just worried about being in the will. She doesn't give a fuck about <laughs> his will to live.
4: I Jesus feel you're Christ. Do you feel that it's the Godfather scene, and it's? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Connie and Carlo
4: Connie and Carlo
2: who is that's that on right the phone? you you spoiled guinea Brad. break it all
5: that's it. you're gonna you're gonna not have any you're not gonna get out of it you what? have to get out of this I think you have to really know you're gonna get through it and get out of it does that make sense and you're not
0: are you crying
5: I'm upset with you
0: why are you <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs>
2: okay now this is not normal guys ladies and gentlemen I mean people can have yeah nervous breakdown and cry they could do anything but um, to do this when there's someone else there I mean she only lets loose when in that Ablo show because she's around Artie and Robin and Fred Gary at one point maybe comes in and there's Howard so she feels strength in numbers to be able to tell him honestly about stuff but on one on one you sure I'm sure she doesn't say fuck all to him about so many things my mouth
4: is hanging open
3: Right. I'm seeing this as like a martyrdom, a cry for help, something she's putting out there just to be like, poor me. Look at what I'm going through. Nobody knows my my sorrow.
2: Nobody knows the trouble I've seen kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You okay. got it. OK, so you think it's f- fake? She's, just, she's just, it's crocodile tears.
3: Um, I'm going to go 50 50. I'm going to go. This is my opportunity to shine. I'm going to act my heart out here. And and some of it's re- It's got to be some of it's got to be real. I can't imagine living with a monster like him.
2: I just can't. A <laughs> Goblin. Sam, He wanted to say?
3: <laughs> I think
4: it's a combination of hangover, the environment changing where you're living in close proximity with your spouse, which you're not used to. Right. Also... <laughs> not having a staff, actually having yeah. to do things for yourself. Right. And now he's asking you questions on a show. Who knows how much freaking sleep she's had or what she's been doing. It sounds like a nervous breakdown, honestly.
2: A little all, bit. Yeah. Oh, all,
4: all week. This sounds like a nervous breakdown. I mean, I'm expecting. It, yeah. Sorry. If you think about what she's saying to him, why would she be saying it in this tone? Unless there's something really wrong.
2: No wire hangers. <laughs> 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 she's, she's just ready
0: to blow. <laughs> what am I? Why am I? Why are you? I'm gonna, I'm a, a fighter. I'm so i could fight. I want to say something. You're tired because you're not staggering your workload enough. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're tired because you don't eat human food first of all. I'm you a drink- fighter you've got a gallon of antioxidants we'll call, you know, vino in this case. Uh you are, you know, doing actual work for once in I don't know 20 years since you or 17, since you've been married where you don't have the Consuela helping you out filming you and uh you know doing hospital corners and fucking feeding you your his six almonds and whatever bullshit. Uh, and I think emotionally though, it must be like, can you get me this? Can you get me all that? Like physically and emotionally, he's just a fucking drain. What's that one quit? I, I used to play it on the, at the old place. I made a, uh, a theme and that one, it's a short clip. He just says, I drain the life out of everybody. It <laughs> was such honesty. <laughs> i love to bring and, that one up.
4: And to be on the air, he makes it seem like a high pressure job because she even right. says you have a high pressure job. Right. Talking into a seashell is not a high pressure job. It's fine.
3: Nobody's listening. <laughs> yeah, he's, Raven. He's doing zero prep. He's got he's got a stack a pile of papers and notes that he made. Then when he needs something, he can't find it. You just right. hear these papers ruffling. He's got he's used to a staff that would give him like a playbook and an outline yep. for the show, and then he would cool. have all these. Uh, people on phones that would either be back office callers or whack pack, yep. And then he could shuffle through the show when it's just him, a one man show, his headphones, the cord doesn't even reach long enough so that he can get his hot water made. So he's, right. he's really struggling. And
4: he, I'm so glad you said this because do you think beef should call Grillo? Because she fell after she gave him a hundred strawberries and it was too many. She almost, you
3: know, lost her life there he had to get potatoes
4: every day they they can
3: relate yeah but he never wrote a song for grillo and she just heard the song that he played for her all about right. her cleaning that was wh- that was when she fell she fell when she was trying to leave right after that so yeah. i'm sure that did a number on her
2: i think it was a suicide attempt um uh, let's continue <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: You all have children.
0: A lot of you have children and right. family members. <laughs> and, and I'm Beth's child. Oh, no. no, in no, all Everybody is going through
5: this. I not think, just me.
0: I think Beth has me all wrong. I just want to say this. I feel that I'm a fighter when it comes to illness. Yes, I do complain but I'm a person that if I get it, I'm going to tackle it. I have a strong immune system. (laughs) Catch that chicken. I'm going to get through it. Well, I've had, why are you crying? Um, <laughs> no one. <laughs> <there>? I'm crying too. She's exhausted. <laughs> exhausted. Yeah, she and you know what? I, I, she had a stomach ache the other day. And what did I do for you? Tell everyone.
4: What
5: did you do for me? I <laughs> made love
0: to you to knock oh, it out of yeah. your system.
3: Tell oh, everyone.
4: So. What does he have? A shiv to her neck? Jesus <laughs>
3: Christ. <laughs> he said right there, I am Beth's child. Yeah. In the very beginning of that, we just started right. playing.
2: Right, under the guise of being jocular and funny, but that was a truism. That was it's that good, was that, was, that true. was She didn't was an have admission.
4: any kids because she didn't know <laughs> she was going to get a king baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I might have to find some photos I make some photoshops of kids with no like one eye. Um it seems <laughs> like um, a
4: stork they- <laughs> dropping off this <laughs> giant a,
2: babe, a baby with a baby with only one eye. <laughs>
0: Oh, you have the magic cure! My meat probe. (laughs) (laughs) Ew! Yeah, I know. I just a
2: meat meat probe.
4: Holy shit!
3: Please, you think that's bad? You haven't even heard half of the. Oh, even you've seen a meat probe? (laughs) No,
2: I forgot. I'm talking (laughs)
3: about the disgusting level. That's like a four on this show. (laughs) <laughs> you want to talk it's, about piss flaps because we can talk about piss <laughs> <flaps>. <laughs> i i
2: i did not get those clips and i'm sure like look we're not even through the 23rd this might be uh this might be a 10 hour like this might be north and south this could be uh um some kind of epic it could be a rich man a poor man or something the way this is going uh let's keep going
0: i just want to make a statement and i'm making this in front of jimmy and jimmy knows when i'm lying
2: <laughs> your mouth is moving
0: it certainly does if I get the coronavirus I am going to fight I, I, the best part of my life is being with you I'm not going to die and leave you to some fucking asshole to marry you I am-
2: no I want to be the only fucking asshole in your life
0: <laughs> I, I want to be here with you
4: only yeah. my be pro bath
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's be- there's better acting on fucking you can't do that on television.
0: Playing during it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna isolate myself in the bedroom.
1: How will bring, you and you'll bring
0: me my meals.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just get this tray with one cup of almonds. <laughs> That's I about it. I just
4: picture like you know like how sausages get filled with case like in a casing. <laughs> just like, this, <laughs> disgusting.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, you're, are you still on meat probe, Sam?
4: I can't get off of it. <laughs>
2: It was funnier when Artie Artie uh when Drew he, they had Dr. Drew in or something and he was talking about the Sober House when they was plugging it that one time and they start talking about the the amber that was the porn star that was in Sober House. Yeah. And uh and and Howard just started doing the thing and you know, so do you ever have to, you know, physically examine Amber? And he starts getting all this creepy stuff and and uh and then uh, Artie said something like, uh, do you, when's that time when you put that special monitor around your cock? Inspector. <laughs> <And laughs> <laughs> when Artie does that stuff, it's funny. But my God, when Howard does it, it's about as creepy as any fucking lech with a raincoat down by the movie theater.
0: Under the door. You slide him under the door. No, and I'll hand feed him. And I'll, I'll take get it. And I'll take Kyle and all, and all that kind of shit. All and, right? All right.
5: Just, you have to remain, pa- we're going to get through
0: this. Yes, we are. And I'm gonna live.
5: Don't turn the news on. I think eighty percent of New York has. Yeah,
0: I'm not. I, I haven't watched the news in a week. I won't. Okay, watch. you don't want to watch the news. No. The news is scary. Yeah, and it's yeah. it my head up. All right. All right. But Beth,
5: just realize he's being perfectly honest, and he's gonna complain like he's dying. Right, right, right. That's what he does.
0: Right. You'll wish. Right. You'll wish he gave up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is.
2: Yeah, that's the end of that clip.
4: Thank God for Jimmy Kimmel during that,
2: mm-hmm.
4: because <laughs> without that levity, that was frightening.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's like um, American Psycho, the sequel. I just start suddenly this playing sh- some Huey Lewis songs. Yeah, go ahead, Raven.
3: No, it's, th- it's so obvious that without a crutch with a guest of any sort, someone even uh-huh. just calling in. Yep. they're, they're bombing left and right. I mean, without the back office, with, I mean, it just goes to show you how far this has come. It's sad. Yeah. It really is. And that's why we listen. That's why we listen like a group of battered women in the morning. And it, it's funny. Most of us are women. It's an
2: encounter group.
3: It is. It's therapy for us. We all come together because we know that we have each other to like throw a jiff at or make a joke. Or... Hi, Did we my just name hear is... that?
2: Oh. hi my name is kayla hi kayla
3: welcome
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> i was a howard listener <laughs> yeah it's 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 uh yeah oh it really God. is like it's, it's like Just
4: ha the imagery of thinking of this is like a a, a therapy circle
5: for
2: bad circle, <laughs> circle of chairs. and People telling their stories. <laughs> it's
3: a lifetime movie. You think I'm kidding, right? You really do. I'm not. Well, no, I'm of course not. I'm not.
2: Well, here's here's the thing. Um, Jesus, my train of thought was just boor- forgot to board at the station. Um, I I I don't know that. This there's any better representation of what he's capable of when he's on his own or when he's like without all like you said those crutches. Any um, late night appearance, I've said again and again, and I'll keep saying it until I fucking they'll pry this mic out of my cold dead hands. They he when he doesn't have a a barrel full of like when he can't barrel through a list of shit on a talk show and he knows it's a finite amount of time. time, And you give him a a radio show. You say, look, you fill in four hours asshole and just do whatever you have to do he can't do it if he watched the news if he watched a battery of news reports he could have something to say but he's so dumb and so disinterested in what's actually happening in the world around him and so uncaring he can't do it robin can't do it either and she's she's a newswoman
4: she's he's so childish that you have to approach this like he's in elementary school and how you present this scary news to him don't don't have him watch the news you know how he is he can't handle this like he's six
2: sounds like a world leader i know uh and i'm <laughs> i don't i mean that of course jocularly everybody i i uh, there we have no political leanings yeah, i'm a canadian i can say what the fuck i like but um bottom line is he he loves not knowing and he's kind of like the kid on Saturday morning who gets pissed off if you switch off the cartoons and you turn it to something else. Like, no, no, I need to watch. I need to watch. You know, I need to watch Romper Room. What are you doing? Give me that fucking me. So, the next clip is called "I can't cut my hair because." And it's a fill-in-the-blank question for everybody else because it's real quiet. So, just listen and, and enjoy.
0: Like who? Get, like I, I. It dawned on me like two days ago. Who's a, like my hair is going to get crazy because. <laughs> yeah. I don't have, like, I'm not going to get a haircut. And then Beth goes, I'll cut your hair, but you can't cut my hair because.
2: (laughs) I paused it because there's only a few seconds left. I can't cut my hair because, everybody, now is the audience participation. Have a drink and tell me, why can't he cut his hair? Sam
4: two days ago he realized he can't cut his hair. Everybody, any guy who has hair growing from their head and has to have it styled realized the second this happened that they weren't going to be able to get a haircut. But if your hair looks like a blackberry thorn bush <laughs> and it's the fall and there's foliage all over it. It's after winter. You know, there's the leaves from the gutter and god knows what else from it and you haven't looked at it in a while uh yeah maybe then you might oh i'm sorry you can't get your wig person to come in and brush out
3: that thorn bush
2: yeah that fucking sos pad on your head uh raven yeah you were gonna say raven
3: my only thing is that uh yeah can you hear me
2: yep hello yep can Can, you hear me
3: get his haircut yeah 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 that uh, it's going to take six weeks to get a new wig, a longer wig in from India. So they're probably making it right now out there and we'll see it maybe in two months. (laughs) From India. My
4: God, he's at the back door with cancer kids shaving their head. What are you kidding? He's like, Oh, this is going to Roswell. No, this is going to me. Motherfucker. I'm getting that pure hair from kids.
2: So I just have this vision of, I just have this vision of, um, like like in the movie the original movie superman instead of uh the baby coming out of the comet from krypton it's howard's wig arriving on the front lawn of squabble 17 squabble lane and it like scores the earth and it, it all this smoke's coming up and the thing pops open and it's just this air <laughs> it's this wig all of a sudden it smells like alugobi <laughs> and like cabs <laughs> so,
1: i hate you and,
5: right now for this imagery
3: <laughs> don't forget the cloud make, of liquid know, nitrogen coming out of it, and all the smoke yeah. as it opens, and yeah. then it's shuffled to his door.
0: Uh, last one, like who get, like I uh, it dawned on me like two days ago. Who's a, like my hair is going to get crazy because yeah. I don't have like a, I'm not going to get a haircut, and then Beth goes, "I'll cut your hair," but you can't cut my hair because my my hair is curly. It's a you need. It's you, hard to cut your hair.
2: It's hard to cut a wig because it's made of <laughs> it's made of some kind of titanium. It doesn't move. So the next clip is simply called "Jimmy Confirms Wig Is a Useless Shithead."
0: But don't you think, in a way, I am tough? Look at what I went through in my career, and also, like, my mother never let me have a, you know a, what do you call it, Novocaine for my teeth. I mean,
4: what uh, in the I, oh. Christ in hell is he? Are you serious right now with
0: this? Right, I can't. Right, this is. This, I can't. This is
2: He's giving us his tough guy credentials, his MMA credentials. Like you see a guy going like, you know, uh, like his reach and his length, how high, how much he weighs and stuff. And then Wigs just said, Mom, wouldn't let me use your Novocaine. <laughs> that, That's, just, just, that's put, just put
4: him at the top of the Philadelphia steps where Rocky <laughs> used to be. Just put him in
3: a bed reaching for the Novocaine. Yeah. Such I a like- weird fighter. I love the Photoshop you have of him where he's like slumped over and he's just looking like the question mark. If we could put that on top of the art museum steps in Philadelphia, that would make it great. So I, I'm going to request that for a morning. So how about okay. that?
2: Oh, okay. Let me put this on uh, Rocky. I have one of him ro- jogging with Rocky, uh, but uh, and I'll give you that one as well. But, I love uh,
3: that one. Love
2: Rocky, it. With, from, from the Rocky one with all the people following him. Uh, Rocky.
4: I wish Jimmy, I know he gives him some shit during this, but I wish he gave him more.
2: Yeah, but Jimmy's, Jimmy's not like that. Like, that's the problem. He's, he's even more of a star fucker than Howard is because he knows how to play the game. But, um, but he, did, he did give him enough stick that, and because he's still actually a name, Howard has to take it from Jimmy. And it'll only it'll only happen when they blow him off or something like that, where he'll tell he'll start talking shit about Jimmy. Not until then, when they can still get something from Jimmy, they're not going to say boo to him because he controls he controls the keys to Hollywood for Howard. He's the one opening the doors to Jennifer Aniston and all these, you know, not like Jennifer Aniston is some kind of mega, you know, young star or anything, but. Whatever fleeting bit of celebrity they can hold on to, they're gonna fucking grasp it like a dying, dying person on the on the bedpost. So, um,
0: pain. No, I yeah, I don't know. Just when we when we were involved in that in that uh, bird operation where we rescued that bird on the beach, yeah, I saw a side of you that made me think, oh no, if there if it ever if the shit really hits the fan, we're gonna have to rely on Beth. Why? Nice. Oh, I thought that I was great when that happened. I thought yeah, not, no, no. he <laughs> <What>? wasn't great. <laughs> I I ran miles on that beach trying to get help. What are you what are you talking about? Hear <laughs>
5: oh, <laughs> all that story when you told us.
0: The story was that a bird needed rescuing. I was with Jimmy and we had to... a
2: <laughs> I had sympathy for a fellow avian life form.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Get>, uh, <laughs> Kit from my house. Right. And it's true I got lost on. on <laughs> but I mean, you saw how I sprung into action. And didn't we eventually get the shit together? Yeah, we we did. I don't know. I don't feel like it would
5: have happened if I wasn't there, though. I feel like he's still uh, be out there wandering right now.
4: <laughs> oh my. He really is like a Like a kindergartner who got dropped off at the wrong bus stop down the street.
2: And they start crying when they realize they can't figure out how to get up the stairs to whatever school.
4: Oh, my goodness.
2: Raven, yeah.
3: Do you guys really believe this story?
2: Which the whole rescuing a stork or whatever the fuck it was.
3: Yeah, like when he's talking about going into someone's house and asking them to use their phone because they didn't have a phone on them yeah
4: Jimmy Is this the same Jimmy, story yeah Jimmy Fallon unbeknownst now, but was a part of this story,
2: yeah, he so, was so that's what that, that was in the infamous oh we all got shirts and John Bon Jovi and we all you know uh, these awesome shirts he spent an hour talking about a fucking shirt that he couldn't describe because he's seventy nine i q um and that was part of the bird rescue thing, I think as well, yeah,
4: but I think okay. the bird rescue thing backfired on him because he couldn't <laughs> figure out where he lived.
2: <laughs> Where, so go, whatever he was supposed to call, I don't know. Um, Bird rescue, uh, anonymous, and uh, what was he going to give them the coordinates to? Where are you? Well, it's kind of sandy down here, and uh, there's some there's some liquid hitting the sand. I'm not sure what you'd call this beach, sir. Yes, a uh, beach. Yeah, I think so. Uh shore break. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, well, if if Jimmy says he was a useless tip, I believe Jimmy a hundred percent. Cause what, you know, what, what purpose is there to lie except to make it
3: funny? But yeah,
4: Annie's timid.
3: Yeah. Raven for purposes of making up a story, they got all the parts, right. That Howard was useless. Howard, uh, delayed the process getting done and right. somebody else had to come to the rescue. So that part, I would believe if you okay. know, if it's real, it's just half of the things or the majority, a hundred percent of the things. Sometimes I don't even feel like they're real on the show anymore. That's why I do what I do is because I can't stand liars, and I'm here to kind of expose what is going on behind the scenes or what they're hiding from us. Uh, right. Kind of like community service work, except I didn't do anything wrong except listen to the chauffeur. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're in an orange jumpsuit. Instead of picking up cigarette butts, you're picking out nuggets of truth and this morass of horseshit that we could they call the they call a they call a radio show, but it's actually a glorified podcast. Yeah, for... like
4: an endless probation.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> just imagine I'm gonna have to Photoshop um Raven into like a, a what do you call it? A
1: orange jumpsuit a...
2: Yeah, no, like facing the judge and getting uh, getting the sen- sentencing. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just holds this like serious this book of se- this Howard Stern, whatever, bust or something. No, like I think the Howard um,
3: Stern app in my pocket. Yep.
2: Well, that was uh, like, uh, he's holding, he throws a stiletto at you. So this is your, this is your penance. <laughs> no, this is the thing. Uh, people, some people, uh. Will not say who, but they're, they they their their contention is, oh, you know, it's there's no point doing a breakdown like we're doing because the show is so awful. No, that's the exact reason to do a breakdown because as awful and as boring as some bits are in between every boring bit, which we're not going to that we're just not going to address. We have the clips we want to talk about. We ignore the rest, so you won't hear about them from us. If you want to know what happened that day, you'll have to listen back. If you think we're missing something, then go back and do your own. But there are certain things that come out that we want brought to the fore, and that's the whole point for doing these breakdowns. It's not because we find the show so amazingly entertaining and we're, you know, creaming in our pants like he would if he saw Brad Pitt in that fucking Fight Club bathrobe.
4: Oh my God! Uh, Do you want to know if the seagull survived, Fillmore?
2: <laughs> you know what? Uh, I'm Greek. Just put it, put a spit on that seagull and roast it. Um, so the next clip is called. There's a Lisa G. mention, which it was shocking because anytime someone's off the show, and there's no mention, you know, especially after the Marcy Turk edict, you're not supposed to know the back office staff until they mention you. You know, blah blah blah. And then there's a few cunts that uh, Fred crowbars in, of course, because that's his contribution.
0: But don't you think? Oh, sorry.
2: One sec. <laughs> no, I don't think
0: The last one I read was A Tale of Two Pities
2: Oh, I should mention this, yeah the, 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 I preface it by saying it's just another Crowbard shitty Ronnie impression where Ronnie, first of all, doesn't even come in saying the C word, but all of a sudden because he, it was, this came from years ago at, at getting at block parties, he would get drunk and yell the C word and stuff like that, which is completely believable, but on the show, I don't think I've heard him say it more than twice in all these years, Ronnie the, the the whole idea, the concept of the, the humor of making fun of Ronnie for saying the C word is born out of really nothing because he would have these block parties where, yeah, he'd get drunk and boisterous and probably shout all kinds of profanity and stuff. But not that you'd hear it on the show, except for certain select clips. And then but when he's on the show, you don't hear him saying, oh, look at this fucking cunt, this cunt, 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 whatever. But Fred, because he's so incredibly unfunny, as we've, we have he's been found out, just like Howard, this is what he's, it's like imitation comedy.
3: I'd agree with that, that Ronnie's only said that word maybe two times, or if they get him to say it, it's because he's in a song in a parody yeah. song and they've written it down for him. Otherwise, right. Fred's throwing it out like 20 times. Do you remember like Fallon was on, or, I'm sorry, Jimmy Kimmel was on one time and it was Molly's cunt this and Molly's cunt that.
2: Yes. Molly's this,
3: Molly cunt, Molly cunt. And that's all right. he had for, for the most part. Ronnie no, he, He's famous for "less us fuck some whores, which, yeah. okay, but that's not <laughs> one of his, the cunt word isn't one of his taglines.
2: Right, he's not going to be mistaken for uh, Henry Doolittle, um, but, uh, no, sorry, Henry, Henry, what's his name? Oh, fuck, I'm saying Eliza Doolittle. What was the, my fair lady, what's the name of the guy? Uh, who who cleans her up, fuck, it's going to, now, I'm sorry, guys, shitty reference, yeah. I, I thought I could get it, I can't, uh, forgive me, my musical knowledge is extremely limited, Wiggy, on the other hand, can tell you every lyric from South Pacific, so you tell me who's the fruit. Um, How does it
4: feel to be me, one podcast?
2: <laughs> uh. <laughs> sorry. What's SJW? Uh, what's IOU? Uh, okay, so let's keep going. Yeah! <laughs> oh,
0: oh, wait, here's my favorite book, Mind Cunt. I have. I have uh, wait a second. <laughs> I found another one. What? Eat, pray, fuck. I have. uh <laughs> I have of Life. What? Have, um,
5: Fast Food Maniac by John Hine. Oh, yeah. God. He's got wait. all the
0: books from the show. Chicken like soup for, chicken for, wait, for wait. the cunt. I have. Uh, six <laughs> Lies Cookies by whatever her name was that used to work with us. Lisa. Yeah. Yeah, Lisa, Lisa. I-
2: so. Is, wh- whoever who used to work for us sounds like Ronnie knows the script. He knows he's not supposed to mention her. Oh my God.
4: Can. He went to the ashes of the book burning of Howard Stern and yeah. brought back books. They're not supposed to talk about anymore. Absolutely. Forbid.
2: Yeah. You're not supposed to plug Heinz book first of all, because that costs money and you don't bring up Robin's book because well, it's not the Robin Quivers show and you don't bring up Lisa because who's Lisa? Now all of a sudden. Post Marcy, he never said the N-word. Um, you know, the private parts didn't exist, Allison doesn't exist, and the kids certainly don't exist. Could uh, you Sam? picture
4: like cities? Like, you know how when Nazi occupation happened and they put like the the swastika all over the place symbols sure. when they like occupied cities. You picture right. the black fist, the power fist, the stern fist everywhere.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: You're not gonna you're not gonna bring this up. And no. Can you? He didn't even say Lisa's name. He said the person who used to work here.
2: Right. and It takes Robin to bring it up, and she's okay, but she's untouchable. Like he, she could mention Artie, and then I've noticed in the last year or so, there you, it, when an Artie reference comes up, they don't block it out. They don't say it's not like <gasps> it's not like the n word. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's uh, it's now okay. So I guess enough time has passed. Ten years. Where you can say whatever you like. It doesn't matter. But they have to be the ones to bring it up. Howard or Robin. Otherwise,
0: no. So. I got a good book here. Uh, men are from Mars and women are twats. That's uh, my favorite. Right, wait, <laughs> you ever read Earnhardt this Earnhardt one? Moby <laughs> Park. <laughs>
2: Always bringing it back to Dick.
0: <laughs> what do you got, Ron? Uh, Driver number 8 by uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Uh, wow. Did, no, did you, you read, read it on for men, I have a <laughs> bunch of books.
2: <laughs> he left out all the coloring books. And the last clip for the 23rd, everybody, is Blobbin Shits on Wiggy's work
0: ethic. Yeah, by the we're way. We're going
2: to be back to, to get through this together.
0: Yes, Robin. So true. And I want the world to know that over this so called vacation of ours, I was working tirelessly on even putting together this broadcast. And that is one of the shittiest jobs you've ever done. <laughs> You're not kidding. yeah. <laughs> <Just fucking hell. laughs> you worked on this for a week worked on it for a week, <laughs> for a week and <laughs> button.
2: you gotta love Raman when she gets like this she's, she got that chemo in her and she's got age and fucking senility and uh, just obesity and she figures what the fuck I can say it uh, Raven
3: Robin's blackout rage is great she yeah. is one of the reasons that we enjoy listening is yeah. when she gets going or every now and then like she just has these one-liners that she'll sneak in and if you're not listening carefully if it's just background noise you're gonna miss them but yep. she even said like one day like the microphone hates you because they're <laughs> they're they're having a bad connection so you just gotta <laughs> listen there's some gems there yeah. really are there's some good gems that she'll throw out there and she's definitely risen in my book ahead of Fred
2: well yeah go ahead Sam
3: I enjoy her more because there's such
4: rare, honest moments where sh- people tell it how it is now. It's not even that great. It's the fact that it's so bad that when you do have somebody saying how it is, yep. it sounds refreshing.
2: Right. Uh, so the next one take us into the 24th and there's quite a few clips, but it's, it's re- they're all really pretty short. So I'll see how fast we can get through some of these and still do them justice. Number one is on the, um, Uh, March 24th the veal hates his cage
0: I gotta tell you I thought I thought doing the show from home was going to be something I might love you don't don't love it no it's still a pain in the ass (laughs) it really is so it's work no matter where you do it it's work wherever you do it and yeah
2: if Ralph was fucking him while he was being fed almonds by a bunch of like thirteen-year-old uh, uh, like like boys or or, or girls, when in glitter shorts? That's right. In um, in whatever stu in his studio, like a serious studio, um, watching American Idol w- listening to Delight or Soundgarden, Black Hole Sun on a continuous loop, he still would not be happy doing the show that's just retarded I'm sorry I shouldn't use that word it's just it's just mind-boggling how he um he, he there's not enough ways for him to express exactly how lazy he is Raven
3: do you hear the joy in Robin's voice that he's miserable that he's gotta yes. work that's yeah. what that's one of the things I'll smile at that that might get a little chuckle out of me
2: right so you don't think that's a fake laugh on her part like trying to help him uh-uh.
3: Uh, no. that's her real giggle. That yeah. is her just loving that he is not a hundred percent happy or he's not happy and, at all.
2: And you gals can, you, uh, you're, you're, you if you're decades of listening, you know, when it's a fake Robin laugh or it's a fake, um, Fred laugh to help something along. Uh, you can hear it. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. Next, next one. Sully wasn't a hero, but Blobbin and Wiggy, uh, are,
0: so that was this. You know, people were very excited about it.
3: Yeah, they're doing shows. Why is it so big a deal that we're now doing
0: know. a show? I think people expect that we wouldn't be doing a show, but mm-hmm. uh, that was very nice. I mean, first of all, uh, once again, a shout out to Jimmy Kimmel for waking up at three o'clock. Yep. Go ahead, Sam.
4: Thank you for the submarine that we're recording out of. I'm so happy that they could be here to help
2: us.
0: Yeah. In the morning and doing it with us yesterday
2: yeah I didn't think about that the whole time he was sitting there that it was the middle of the night
0: yeah in l a yeah he he uh, he really is a trooper and a great guy, and I love him for doing
2: Raven
3: why would they think about anybody else? You have two big narcissists here they don't <laughs> care about anybody
2: no, they don't, and they're just trying to outgaslight each other
0: uh, that and uh, you know I listened back to some of the broadcasts to see what the quality of the uh, audio was, and it definitely sounds different but you know, at least it's something. It's a way for us to touch base with everybody who has been a loyal fan. And some people seem to think they got um, some kind of comfort from hearing us. I got a lot of fan feedback here, okay. Howard. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being live today. The show sounded great. I don't care how the quality of the audio is; I would listen to this show through a soup can. You helped us all through nine. Well, we
4: did. We did. The
0: yeah. We're
2: helping. Okay, now, by the way, I looked through all the list of whatever the shows they did. No one made that comment. This is what I did get out of it. Now, yes, there were some positive ones, but this was typical. Sounds like Stuttering John's podcast. Uh, The other person wrote, another person wrote down, wow, this show is really bad. It's like listening to a bunch of old people on a horrible phone connection. Please take another vacation and play the funny stuff from 2013, please. Um, The next person said, as soon as I heard Kimmel, I tuned out uh <laughs> my favorite one was eric the idol expert show had better audio yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> great true. reference yeah uh, thank you
3: god know. for us yeah exactly
2: <laughs> thank god for us um so uh, this one next clip i can't recall exactly but i think it's talking uh, i think it has to do with fred's appearance on the video playback and we uh calling the nucus black
0: I was, you know, I'm not used to looking at you during the show, but now with this computer screen, I can see you, and I got to tell you, I was I'm looking at you, and I was like, "Fucking guy dying,"
2: <laughs> wig talking about Fred's looks when he looks like well, we know what he looks like, but it's true he has that wall set up so he doesn't see Fred at all, like in Ooh, can studio. Can you
4: picture? Can you picture if he real if he didn't see him for all those years? <laughs> Let's just put it this way. So the wall went up like decades ago and he hasn't seen it for all these years. And Fred, you know, didn't have glasses or white hair, sweaty, lesbian, Christmas elf off on vacation. He... He all of a sudden sees him for the first time in like twenty years. It probably was shocking.
1: He'd
2: be like And it, was, in and it, it was shocking
4: he, both ways. I'm sure you like, looked at him and thought, "What in Christ? Where yeah. is the red and black leather? What's happening?"
2: Yeah, and he'd uh, be like Belushi in Animal House when they show Flounder's picture. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so, I just, cue that gift. Um, so the next one is called Wiggy looking for a microphone to hide behind.
0: But, um, you know, people said they didn't really care about the audio quality. I find myself doing a weird thing because I'm used to broadcasting with a microphone. So I don't even know where the microphone is on my computer. (laughs) So I keep going up to where the camera is and like talking into
4: it. Uh, This is so funny because we're doing a friggin podcast. And we're doing a better job. It's not hard.
2: No, it isn't. It's not particularly hard if you got the right people involved, which clearly they don't. Raven, you were going to say.
3: One of the phrases we love to use in the morning thread is uh, geriatric radio. I think yeah. that totally applies right here. And people say, like, okay, boomer, but they're yeah. beyond boomer. They're, they're <coughs> in their 60s. They're, they're <laughs> pushing 70. Robin's going to be 68. Howard's yep. going to be 67. I forget what Fred is. but
2: I think he's a year older or a year younger. So, yeah, they're all in the same ballpark.
3: And you picture like 69. Planet of the
4: Apes, like when like
3: <laughs> <laughs> like they just stumble upon a Coke bottle just <laughs> fell on their island and, that, and they're trying to figure out how to use it.
2: Do I have to make a Do I have to make a uh, Lincoln Monument Photoshop with Wiggy's head <laughs> in Marvel? <laughs> Or uh, I did actually make a Statue of Liberty uh, mock-up the, at the end of the original one with Robin, uh, Robin instead of uh, the Statue of Liberty. But uh, let's see. What happened? Yeah. Number five is uh, world's greatest absentee father projects again.
0: Fuckers. But um, I said the other people who are really suffering the most are people having secret love affairs because now they're stuck at home with their wives or husbands, Right.
2: Right, and they can't get to their lover. She might turn to somebody else or he might turn to somebody else.
0: Yeah, but I also mentioned that I think the guy who's really suffering is Alec Baldwin because he's, you know, he's an older guy and he, you know, is in his second marriage and he's already up to, I think, four little kids all within, like, a couple of months. Like, literally every...
1: It's five.
0: Five kids, maybe. And it's every nine months they have a baby. So (laughs) it's got to be a... I picture this guy wanting to get the coronavirus so he can go relax in the hospital. <laughs>
2: yeah, Raven.
3: Okay, so I'm, I'm not sure if I heard that correctly, but is he projecting that Alec Baldwin can't have marital affairs anymore because he's <laughs> trapped in the house? Or is that just him and Ralph can't have the extracurricular affair going on? Yeah. And my second point was Alec Baldwin announced that he's having another child just this past week. He yeah. probably knew when he was on Howard's show two weeks ago that that was going to happen, but he didn't give him that headline. He kept yeah. that for himself and Hilaria to do on Instagram or wherever they announce it, Entertainment yep. Tonight, I don't know. Yep. Yeah, Just fun fact.
2: And it was, probably, it was probably something he shared with her to say, like, look, do we tell him or not? Do I say anything? And she said no. She probably said, no, fuck him. And uh, because she's a, she's a bit of an attention whore herself in her own way. Um, but that being said, six kids. And I think she looks way hotter than Beth by far.
3: She is looking way hotter than Beth, but here's the thing. She was, she crowbarred herself in the video with Alec on yep. zoom. Yep. Cause she had to point out that he was riding the toilet backwards like a cowboy, but she was on the video and she probably could have shown a little bit of belly if she wanted to, but she didn't.
2: No. Uh also yeah, Sam, why gonna is he say? more
3: miserable because he's on
4: his second marriage and he has all these kids. Yeah, he had all these kids with his second wife because he loves her and he's in do you think he would honestly do this if he didn't like that?
2: Uh I guess he doesn't even know how to pull out and she doesn't know how to swallow. Maybe that's a problem. I have no idea. The thing is the thing is Alec. If Baldwin... he didn't want
4: to have all these kids, he wouldn't do it.
2: Uh, I I tend to think the same thing, and I think I have the, I have a, I have an idea that, uh, in my in my opinion, yeah, he's, he's thinking I'm sticking with this one until I die, but I, I'm sure Alec Baldwin is an asshole in real life. I mean, um, I, I'm a huge fan of his acting and stuff. I just uh, this doesn't mean I can sep- I, ha- I can't separate that from his his personality, but um, but what I do like is he does actually um, at least uh, give Howard a little stick when he does come in, uh, but that's on the 25th, isn't it, Raven? When Alec actually calls in,
3: yeah, I believe that was the twenty
2: fifth. Yeah, so we'll see if we can get into it, but we're gonna because we're going, we're getting pretty long here. So, uh, more from the world's greatest absentee father.
0: And Alec, how much space do you need if you live with uh, five other people? Please, if it was me in that situation, I build a whole fucking gimbri in my house, (laughs) and and I would just like hide in another room.
2: Like
4: Jimbery is a kid's clothing store, you idiot. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: gonna build a John Varvados in my, room, in my living
4: room. You built a whole house that you didn't live in and moved away,
2: yeah. And who doesn't see his kids ever. and uh, but don't worry, it's uh, he he gets along great with them. and Emily's still sex successfully dating men. I mean women, I mean men number People seven being real
0: assholes during this uh, sorry
2: in number seven, preparing yes and no answers for Dr. anus.
0: and that's why I'm having on Dr. Agus. I mean, I'm going to try and keep it from getting too academic, but we need a place where we can get solid answers like yeah. I, I've got yes and no questions. Can we do this? Can we do that? Can we blah 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 blah.
2: That's pretty much his uh, his whole style the last twenty years. yes or no questions, Raven.
3: And just a little uh, preview for that interview, all the answers are no. Everything <laughs> that he thinks to ask is a no. Well, is it possible um, I need to wipe down a banana? Uh, no, not really. But he's still wiping down a banana. Uh, do we have to microwave food? No, not really. But he's still microwaving food. Okay, I, have this image,
2: I have this image of people in the bingo hall waiting like 20, 30 numbers for that one-oh number to come up and it never does. And then just because they're going through, yes, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it had it, don't need it. Um, next one is another shitty impression of Ray. And but like we said earlier, they did he did he he crutched on that so much it made me want to go back in time and abort Howard from Ray.
0: <laughs> she goes, What are you saying? You abort me- Howard. <laughs> You're crazy. Your father can go in the other room. I go, listen, uh, I'm mom. I'm saying this. I love you. Although I wasn't feeling very loving. There. <laughs> but, you know, I'm trying to release my own guilt. I'm like, mom, I'm just saying if you want to live, because this is a shitty way to fucking die. You know, all of a sudden you can't breathe. It down, lock yourself in the room and don't have contact with anyone.
2: He's an expert in that, so he, sh- he should be just fine. Sam?
4: Do you not just picture the end of Psycho when they turn the chair around and it's just Tony Perkins in a wig with the knife? <laughs> I mean, seriously, what in God's name is he thinking?
2: Actually, I've got a picture of uh, a Tony Perkins at the end of Psycho 2 when he takes the shovel to the old lady's head, uh, and that being Ray in this case, and Howard, of course, being the... Uh, Which, ironically enough, Tony Perkins, a closeted married guy, also, incidentally. So uh, we're going to be, the next one is also uh, 8B, a useful quote for the Psych 101 show where he talks about, let me see if I got this right, he talks about his dynamic with Ray. So.
0: My mother's quote was, I want my children to anticipate my needs. Wow. And understand what I need so that they will understand others. No, that's not how it works. All I do is understand her needs and now I resent everybody else's needs. <laughs> and I don't know. In my family, I'm the woman now. I'm, type, you know, the, head. I'm the, I I, I want to be. Cause you know.
2: Uh, Raven, you got, you definitely want to say something about this. Cause you know, you know, there's a very good, re- that's a very good reason why I saved this one. Go ahead.
3: Okay. Two things. I resent everybody else's needs and mm-hmm. I'm a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those are like top five themes on this show.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, um, so do you, do you believe that, that that's a direct quote from his mother? Cause I actually do believe him in this case.
3: Yeah. I, I seem to think that the, he's got like a playlist in his head of her and yeah. it comes natural to him to do her and that mm-hmm. he does it all the time. Like in the shower when no one's around with, uh, <laughs> peaches yeah,
2: I would love to see that. <laughs> I just imagine the cat's tuning out. <laughs> um, I
3: do think it's
4: interesting, though, that he he thinks of resenting other people's needs as a female aspect, like I'm yeah. a like a woman.
2: Yeah, and but uh, yeah, I don't quite get the um, the correlation there. Like, I don't understand the connection between. Um, like a woman is supposed to put up with stuff. Um, resent is your needs, pers-
4: women resent needs. What are you talking about?
2: Or women endure someone being a narcissistic king baby? I'm not sure, Raven.
3: Yeah. Okay. So back to his psychology of he hates women.
2: Yeah, of course. Um,
3: but he wants women to take care of him. He's also scared of women, like Betty Thomas, and you know, going back to other things. But his view of women is that they're subhuman. And their job is to take care of people. So he feels subhuman when he has to cater to other people's needs. He feels like a woman. That's a put down. He resents that he's got to take care of his parents, his daughters uh, who seal team sex, whoever is working for him, his chef Consuela, be Ralph, another woman. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, it's, and but yet yet he seems to enjoy dressing up in drag so often. So does he want to be a woman?
3: Oh, that's a great question. Um, I
2: mean, the, that cross-dressing fetish is never too far from his mind.
3: Oh, what do you mean? Your dad didn't do that all the time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't no, go but, through his closet.
3: Great. That makes saying. me think that he's definitely a bottom that he wants to be uh, inferior. <laughs>
2: Sam Sam doing her Danny Thomas spit take.
4: <laughs> I did not expect you to say that right now. <laughs>
0: He's Sorry. a catcher.
2: He's a catcher. Uh, all right. And this is, uh, let's see. 8C. Wiggy has now officially become Ray.
0: Oh, fuck. I just give <laughs> up, man. I, I, I'm telling you. And my mother doesn't want to take my calls anymore because all I do is nag her. Like, this is, you've got the reverse going on. Usually it's the other way around. You don't want to take your mom's calls. You, you're now on her
3: nerves.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Raven?
3: Okay. He doesn't want to take his mom's calls and Robin doesn't want to take his calls. Projection. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, yeah. Go, go daughter, ahead, Sam.
4: My daughter's father, his grandmother, so it's my daughter's great grandmother is still alive, had a 90th birthday. Mm -hmm. She still farms her own food, has a fruit and vegetable garden, big one, Mm -hmm. takes care of her own house. Nobody else takes care of her, still drives, still goes square dancing. It's amazing amazing how active she is. Can you believe that somebody's son says this about their parents that, thank God, they're still alive? I mean, thank God.
2: Well, on a deep level, and we'll talk about this in the psych 101 show because it just we're, we're fixing to to end this uh, pretty soon. so um, the uh, he there's a so whatever self-loathing he has and whatever loathing he has for his parents or being needed and stuff hes still got this thing in his head where he never had a childhood. I think we're going to come into that I think that's the next clip actually. Wiggy says he wants to be a child. Uh, I'm going to I'm really anxious to talk to Bob D and ask him about this whole the roots of all this bullshit because he never grew up. He says he wants to be a child. He never really he never wasn't a child. He's still acting like a fucking child.
4: If my parents lived this long, which honestly in our in my genealogy, I don't think they will. But if by some miracle they do live as long as Ben and Ray, Mm -hmm. I would never complain about them in this manner, I would never even talk about them in this manner now.
2: Right. The average person doesn't have a, a, I would say, an adversarial relationship with their folks. I I love my folks. This last visit wasn't particularly good, just because dad, a bunch of things. But dad, dad is um, getting he's sundowning now, so he's getting closer to what's going to be Alzheimer's and you know just dementia, and he's getting more sensitive about things, and he's getting more picky, and he's he's annoyed by things more, and um, I think just by chatter. And I've always known how to deal with him, which is you just go up to him and you, you just tap his shoulder and give him a look like, you doing all right? And he he loves that. He loves that contact. He doesn't really want to blather unless it's a topic he's interested in. So he's getting more selfish. But they say as you get older, you do become a child again. They say, what is it? Once a, once a man, twice a child? It's, it's true. Raven, you wanted to say something?
3: I'm with you on the parent thing. I can't imagine having parents... At that age, my mom's in her eighties, you know, just went through like a pneumonia scare before the Corona came through Wow! and it really just deepened our bonds. So to see somebody like him complain with all his money and, you know, I get that the mom, she's a pill, she complains Yeah. Yeah. still, even at the complaining part, you just got to be grateful and there's not one grateful bone in his body. No, I really hope that comes up on your psych show.
2: Yeah, well, and the fact that Ben was always such a mensch, Ben was always a mensch and very sure of himself and confident. Everything Howard was not. So that's why uh, with Bob, I, I hope you're listening, Bob. Um, the 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 deep seated, my my impression is that just deep seated resentment that he couldn't come out at a young age and had to put on this front for so many years, and resents that he had to have kids and and forced because he didn't have the strength to just say, look, I, I don't. This isn't what I want to do, and that's weighing on him. And so that's why he hates Ben, but uh, you it would occur to me that if you would focus more on just being positive towards the parent that you really love, which is if between the two of them he clearly loves Ben, <laughs> you know, maybe physically really loves him too. Um the next clip is, yeah, um, Wiggy says he wants to now be a child.
0: I wish my sister would do it. She's not going to be able to do it with any authority.
2: But I thought we- this is having to do with um, they're talking about Ray it's mentioned to him that they gave Howard. Uh, there's a Ben. They mentioned that Ben gave Howard the, I guess, not power of attorney, but whatever you call it, the, the funeral plans for them, and uh, he just he just didn't he he wanted to abdicate responsibility to his sister, who's I think four years older and actually sounds like a nice person, and um, forgot
4: about her in all of his
3: life stories.
2: Exactly, except that, yeah, in, his, in the movie about his life, Raven, you wanted to say?
3: No, he was talking about uh, two burial plots for uh, Ben and Ray. They gave yeah, him the Long paperwork, Island. but he left the paperwork in the safe in his penthouse. I That's think, right. But for some weird reason, the plots are like in Queens or Staten no, Island. Staten Island. Long, That's Staten Island.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And he's saying like if they die based on the situation with COVID-19, I, it's not like they can get there or get have a burial or anything yet because because um, of the nature of the the problem right now. So,
0: I mean, you know, it, the traditional societal thing here in America is... Um, that the women take care of like, their parents. You know,
2: that, was, one thing, that was a drop no.
0: Telling them laying down the law is another. And you have become, believe it or not, the head of the family. I know. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I wasn't built for this. I'm, I want to be a child. I never got to be a child. I want to be a child. What do you mean you never were a child? You were a lovely boy. And I said to you. You have to learn to hear your mother and be empathic with her and her wishes. You were in the service to me. Mom, does that sound like a childhood to you? I'm in the service to you. I got born so that I could service you.
2: Again, I found that fascinating because I don't know, some people might beg to differ that it's all bullshit, but Jesus, we hear that so often.
4: I think that's a actual honest feeling he has right. he feels he didn't he was robbed of a childhood because it was relinquished to his mother's needs now how he interpreted that i don't know
2: <laughs> and how therapy has seemed to not fucking change this after 20 something years uh raven you're gonna say
3: well it's that grateful thing he doesn't have it he had yeah. summer camp mad magazine marionettes puppets he had a uh, yogi Playboy. bear with his sister playboys cigars had like a recording was- studio
2: they they paid for his car they paid for his room and board i think or his tuition for uh boston university they they helped him in every facet of his life
3: he got to go into the city and work with his dad once a year maybe twice yep. a year who knows
2: yeah and get a leg up into the business. And, and even though he had no, he had a face for, well, he had a face for certainly radio, but and, um, and no voice flash,
4: for him. most parents die. So there is going to be somebody that will be designated head of the family for your parents if you have a bunch yeah. of siblings who has right. to deal with the majority of this. And I'm sorry, your sister probably doesn't have as much money, lawyers, yep. and power as you do.
2: And time. I'm so
4: sorry that you have to deal with this. You're how old now, Howard?
2: Yeah. And I'm sure, I'm sure in Ben and Ray's minds, like, look, uh, we know if we give it to you, we know you're not the one going to handle it. It'll be someone of your handlers doing it for you, but at least it'll get done. So him bullshitting about this, I don't know. Uh, The next part was um, something basically. Yeah, go ahead, Sam.
4: Do you wish Bowie would just like not show up, say that Mary <laughs> broke her foot and send him some sort of <laughs> shitty deli platter? Well,
2: it'd hey, we'll be like, yeah, hey, what guess, what I yeah.
4: How, guess what I did? Guess what I did? I didn't see you at the wake. Oh, I good plate of Capicola, some olives, <laughs> mozzarella.
2: Yeah. And that's and there's <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, this one is um, admits he sabotaged his dad's car to get him to stop driving with the help of Wayne Siegel.
0: You know what I'm thinking? When, I, the the, you know, when I took away my father's car, my father wanted to keep driving. It was like his thing. To right. And, um, you know, it was like his last vestige of independence, of being a man, you know. And he yeah. was like, so I hate to admit this, but Wayne Siegel and I conspired. We, we went over and sabotaged his car so that it wouldn't work. Are you kidding? Yeah. You never told us that. Yeah, because I had to get him to stop driving. I didn't want him to kill himself or kill somebody on the road. Oh, my. Yeah, go ahead, Sam.
4: The last vestige of a man. And I said, oh, I've had a driver since I was 30. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything.
2: Oh, yes. He was cutting off his ball sack. Absolutely. Now, in the one sense, I understand that. Like, I empathize with him because dad lost his license, uh, he couldn't pass the sight test. And when he did, I remember thinking that was going to be a big blow to him. That was many years ago. He was always a shitty driver when he had functioning eyesight. And so when he did lose it, he just, he actually took it like a, on the like a champ. And he said, look, I, I don't want to be hurting people. I, I can't be driving. I can't be trusted behind the road. And he was happy being chauffeured. His dad ultimately loved being chauffeured anyway. So, um, but yeah, go ahead, Raven.
3: I want to say I agree with it just for safety reasons. You don't want an old person killing somebody on the road. But on the yeah. other side, it shows his passive aggressiveness and unwillingness to tell the truth and be open yes. and honest. He Absolutely. could have just said, look, I'm, I'm now your guardian. I'm in charge of you. And yeah. this is what's best for you. You can hate me, but I'm going to do it. No, yeah. he can't be the adult. He has to Never. find like a sneaky way. And he needed a tutor. He needed Wayne Siegel.
2: <laughs> he needed a car sabotage right. tutor.
3: Tutor, <laughs> Sabotage tutor, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, the next one is uh, it's um, he talks about a sta- uh, show that Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine is doing on Sirius, and I, the clip is Tom Morello is Howard's little big brother, big little brother for hipping wig vomit to music.
0: Yeah, no, we're not going to. We're probably not going to. Bur- um, so I was trying to pick out music. So I chose if I have to take a break. Rage Against the Machine, Fred, you'll like this. Rage Against the Machine did a cover.
2: <laughs> it's always a fucking cover. Guys, please help me understand. What is his fascination with covers? it because he wasn't hip to get the fucking song when it originally comes out, so he has to wait for, I don't know, En Vogue to do a cover of fucking Sex Machine before he discovers it. I don't understand. I don't I was, fucking understand it.
3: I was laughing Stop at giving disease. him ideas. No, it's, <laughs> it's really part of him... He, he, I think like, remember when Foo Fighters came in and they did uh, the acoustic version of Everlong? Everlong? Yeah. Yeah. So he feels like he helped put them on the map and discover them. So now he's kind of doing it like with cover songs, like with Adam Levine. We'll, we'll see what he did when we get to that. And everything to him, it's like, oh, you got to hear this new take on uh, this cover of this song. And it's never as good as the original. I have yet to hear a cover that was better. But he insists on, you know, being this faux poser music lover who discovered music in his 40s, like 26 years ago when the rest of us were in timely mode. So I, I can't really get a grasp on that other than he's just got no sense of music, none. Oh, and, 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 for- and told him that this is a good idea.
2: Well, there's a couple things I want to say. First of all, uh, quite frankly, fans, if you want to hear good covers and you want to you want to know what a good cover is, I'll give you three good examples. G- there's a Japanese artist called Jimmy Takeyushi, uh, who did a, a funk cover of... It was an instrumental of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, which you can find on YouTube. Uh, there's... Um, Ananda Shankar, who does uh, Jumping Jack Flash on a sitar, which is incredible. I use that for the opening for Radio Karate, our, our sister show. And um, also, uh, God, it just hit now, just completely forgot about it. Ellen McIlwain, uh, an old folksy artist from the early late 60s, early 70s, who jammed with all the greats, never really became anything. She does a, a cover of Blind Faith's um, Can't Find My Way Home. That is better than the original. Ellen McIlwain, I'll post them on the, on the site, even though they're not Howard related, but they're fantastic. Um, but I think it's always just that he's so unhip. He's always the last person to get something, always the last person. And he needs someone to dress him, someone to tell him what food to fucking eat, what's hip. So unless Billy Eilish comes in and covers cashmere, <laughs> you know, it's not cool. Like he's not going to like you. original. He also needs that a ego cover.
4: boost of like, yeah, Fred, you'd like this because uh, Rage Against the Machine, and it's he needs somebody to say, yeah, that's great.
2: Yeah, it's po- it's a poser move. It's a poser's poser. Like, yeah, this is hip. Watch me. Let me let you want to hear. Oh yeah, Jean Louis uh, Jean Paul uh, Jean Paul Murat does a great cover of Leonard Cohen's uh, Avalanche in French. Uh, go ahead, Raven.
3: Well, while we're talking about his music taste, the uh, just this past week we had. Love Shack, baby. <laughs> that was thirty years ago. Thirty
2: around the same time as Bat Dance,
3: and Groove is in the heart. Yeah,
2: Groove is in the heart is a year later. like they're all in the same the same thing. Like late, late 80s, early late eighties, early nineties. He's stuck. Peter in Gabriel. Peter Gabriel, yeah, eighty six. Now we're really like, and then he brought up later on. We'll talk about it, but in one of the more uh, recent shows, he talked about Buzzy Lindhart with uh, Jimmy Fallon. Which guys, there's no one, no one needs to know who uh, Buzzy Lindhart is. Just, just don't even Google it. Um, So let's keep going.
0: Of the Ghost of Tom Joad. Shit, that sounds great, and it's really good. And um, the reason I know that song is Tom Morello does a show on Lithium. He t- he calls it Tom Morello's revolution. I wish <laughs> I wish he didn't because it's not such a fucking revolution. He's just playing the music he likes. You know what it's I mean? The only thing bad about it is the name, because this—it's like your older brother, or in my case, younger brother, telling you like what music he's into and the history of the music and yeah, the, hipping
1: it, you to what's
0: good. Yeah, hipping you to what's good. And he was talking about how he loves that song and Rage Against the Machine did a cover of it. Bruce,
2: so. Yeah, Sam, you wanted to say
4: so Tom is doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing as the DJ of the show on lithium and way to plug the show and then unplug the show. I mean, (laughs) what company do you work for?
2: (laughs) I hate the name. Oh, it's a great show. Because he can't just give it someone an out and out compliment. It always has to be some kind of reduction. There's always a by the way. There's always some. There's you always got to read the fine print whenever he tries to compliment someone. Um, and to find yeah. good
4: music and on a serious satellite radio show, I'm sorry, is probably not the best way to find cuts or things that are yeah. really cool or amazing, yeah. especially covers. Yeah. So, uh, where else are you looking, Howard? I'd love to know.
2: Yeah. Ralph's playlist. Um, the n- last three clips, were, and we're almost done uh, for today. Dr. Anus sounds like a Dalek. Uh, if any dog, that's for any Dr. Who fans. Derek, that one's for you.
0: Dr. Angus, good morning. Morning, Howard. You know I love you. I, I love you, too, and I love Robin.
2: I just love that clip because he sounded like, sound like. Remember, do you guys remember, um, uh, Raven, I'm sure you do, Speak and Spell?
3: Oh, yeah, I got one in my, in my back room.
2: Albert Brooks does a great bit on Johnny Carson using speak and spell as a as a, as a guy a uh, uh, person named Buddy, and he just starts answering using the buttons. Uh, it's yeah. it's one of the funniest four minutes you'll ever ever see, and Johnny fucking loved it. But Dr. Agus sounded like a fucking automaton when he was answering. And there's just two examples because he came, brought in Dr. Anus to talk about coronavirus and blah blah blah. So here's two examples of him cutting him off in mid. Like this is a doctor giving you advice, and you can't let him finish is that we're all in it with each other. If one person violates, it affects everybody. In China, the average spread from one person was to two and a half people, and then they spread to two and a half people each, and it keeps going, and it explodes.
0: Has China gotten it take under take care of each other. Has China?
2: China had- oh, yeah. Okay, that's example number one. Raven, go ahead.
3: 13 seconds. I would have yeah. put the over under. I would have put it under 10. I would have, yeah. I would have lost that bet. Thirteen. Normally,
2: for, nor, normally for sure. So this next one is very on. soon here in the United States. That'll be stop. Time. Let me stop. Okay, sorry, two seconds in. It's eight seconds. Where's he going to? go? Sweet bet.
4: Off? Yeah, let's bet.
2: This is a good. This is a good drinking um, game. And yeah. the Price is Right. Price is Right rules. Uh, uh, closest without going over.
3: Ooh. Okay. I'm gonna say four. Four. Damn it! I was gonna say
4: four. I'll say six.
2: I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say five. No, actually, I'm not gonna because I know the clip. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. Very soon here in the United States. That'll be powerful. Do you Even think enormous the federal government... people? Yes! Three seconds. Three seconds. Oh. You're both you're both over. <laughs> I'll play it again. Hold on. Let's try it again. Very soon here in the United States. That'll be powerful. Do you Even think enormous the product's number people?
4: Oh my God, it was three oh. seconds
2: he wasn't he barely took a breath and then he just fucking jumped all over him now that by the way everybody that is not the fault of a delay that is not the fault of a delay which sometimes happens when you're skyping or zoom or messenger or whoever the fuck hangouts that was not a delay that was king baby just getting bored with the fucking conversation raven you wanted to say
3: well thanks for doing that i missed it by a second but i've got a great new idea for the morning threads so okay um yeah, we're gonna we're gonna turn it into like a game show in the morning. I think. on uh, interruptions over unders, and how many interruptions? Can we can, game.
4: can we take some action on this? I I'm in. Let's do Absolutely. it.
2: Absolutely, uh, and oh, I'll dude, put my gosh.
3: three <laughs> my,
2: <seconds>. my Bitcoin. <laughs> um. Well, the let's let's figure it. out. So we're gonna do it like um. How long is each interruption, or how many interruptions during the show?
3: Well, like it, during it,
2: when there's when there's a guest.
3: OK, so like when he fires off the question, then the clock starts count and it's they start <laughs> answering. But how many seconds into their answer is he going to cut them off?
2: One Mississippi, two Mississippi. three <laughs> God, it's tip, it depends who it is. And I find that he the only it depends who the guest is. If it's someone like Andy Cohen, who he knows he can just kind of banter with, it could be any time. Anytime five minutes in a half hour in an hour in if it's someone like someone of some authority, he'll give him a little more time. But if you guys remember that fucking Robert Plant interview, he cut him off. I don't know how many times
4: he did. it. He did it this week with Tom Brady.
2: Uh, Oh, God, Tom, uh, Tom, Tom. I don't even. I haven't even edited that today. I have to now edit those three days because there's so much content in that fucking Tom Brady interview. So, uh, first thing I want to do is thank both of you, lovely ladies, for taking part of this. As always, uh, a big round of applause once again for our wonderful Raven, who uh, does the. The starts the mockery thread every morning I hand her the photoshops and she starts them off because uh, time wise she's she's always on the ball and Josie when, uh, when she's at Josie Wales when she's able to come in another shout out for you God bless you two great broads and um, uh, everybody else that wants to take part of the listening hate thread the mockery thread please do it's wonderful it's a lot of fun um, and uh, this is just two days of the um, breakdown uh, Raven you would like to say something please
3: just like to respond on Josie and my behalf. Thank you so much for letting me be here and participating. This was was a lot of fun. I think it goes to show that, you know, there's uh, misery loves company. Okay. That could be our (laughs) motto in the mockery thread. And uh, we're gaining in numbers every week. Uh, This week we hit our highest like 500 comments. So thank you to everybody who's been there with us. I really appreciate that.
2: Yeah, and um, absolutely, and it's only going to get bigger as 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 we keep as we keep going. So I'm going to try to drop this episode as soon as possible. Um, Raven, are you down with doing another episode tomorrow, possibly? If or if you got, I mean, we're all quarantined, but are self isolated.
3: Oh, I'm I'm totally down with it. I think um, my my kids are probably going to bargain me into some deals just so they'll shut up and be quiet while I can do this. But I'm willing to work with that, so yeah, oh, I'm gonna try my okay. best.
2: fair enough. Um, and uh, Sam, you're you're good to go tomorrow. Oh, this is great! I love this. <laughs> okay, perfect. So I'm gonna uh, put, put this all together and get it out ASAP, and then um, get the ed- get to work editing the other stuff as well. <laughs>
3: it's so, fucking well, hilarious.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, everybody. Uh, love
3: you guys. Thank you.
2: And uh, <laughs> so, uh, join us for the. Um, um, I I won't be putting it out until we finish tomorrow's episode at least because I want everybody to be on the live premiere chat as well on YouTube, (laughs) (laughs) which is always a lot of fun too. So take care, everybody, and see you in part two of maybe part three um, when this drops, whenever that is. So bye
1: Bye for now.